What's up, Internet? My name's Nerdy. And I'm Clarus. And this is a very, very, very special edition of the Nerdy Wordy Book Club because we're about to fully recap The Dragon Reborn. We're going to make some predictions about mm -hmm. The Shadow Rising. Mm -hmm. And we're about to make a huge announcement because we get Nerdy Nightly. And we thought we'd share it with you. That is right. Welcome back to the Nerdy Wordy Book Club. We want to say hello first to everyone here at our live chat. Hello, Hi. chatters. <laughs> How's it going? Happy Friday. Everyone's favorite day of the week. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Well, I hope you guys are all doing well today. Um, hello to our amazing, incredible mods. We appreciate the heck out of you guys. Seriously. And um, thanks for everyone who came and hung out for the cooking stream last night. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah, today is our last day that we are sponsored by HelloFresh. Mm -hmm. So if it is something that you have been interested in trying and you want those 16 free meals, you got to use the code today. Yes. Today's the last day. Um, thank you to everyone who's already signed up. We have some glowing reviews from people in our community. Um, but uh, yeah, throwing that out there. If you're in the U.S., please uh, please use our code. Uh, and we want to just acknowledge that last Sunday we were on the Dusty Wheel, and it was amazing. We want to say yeah. a huge, huge, huge thank you to Dusty. Yeah. Uh, his name's not Dusty. The innkeeper. Uh, to the innkeeper <laughs> over there for having us. Uh, that was such a special experience. And all of you who showed up and hung out yeah. for that was really... Um, Really cool. So thank you very yeah, much. Yeah, it was yeah. amazing. Thank you. And um, welcome in the new people who yeah. found us over at the Dusty Wheel and have decided to come and join us for our book club. Um, Turbuck says, I wish that your HelloFresh code worked in Canada. Me us too. too. We would have made way more money. Um, yeah. <coughs> sorry, y'all. I am dealing with a pretty bad cough. Um, the, the remnants of that COVID is stuck yeah. in me, so... We're feeling a lot better, but it just, it lingers. Yeah, if I, if I cough or if I sound a little bit different today, uh, I do apologize. Um, but <laughs> before we get into the Dragon Reborn, we have a pretty uh, pretty massive amount of uh, announcement that we've been sitting on for a while and we've wanted to really talk about, so I think we're just going to like do it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, we're just going to do it. Um, we have some news about specifically the Nerdy Wordy Book Club. Yeah. Um, so before we get into the details of it, thank you guys for honestly making it possible because... Yes, this is the massive Aladdin for those of you who were here last then... night. <laughs> yes, if you were in stream last night, you know exactly, you don't know exactly what's up. Um, yeah, go for it. Um, we have been uh, selected by Star Wars Celebration to be an official Star Wars Celebration podcast, mm -hmm. uh, meaning that we are going to be doing an episode of the Nerdy Wordy Book Club live on stage at Star Wars Celebration in Anaheim in May. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a special episode of the show that will mm -hmm. not be about the Wheel of Time. It's going mm -hmm. to be about Brotherhood, mm -hmm. the upcoming Mike Chen novel about Anakin and Obi-Wan uh, before the Clone Wars. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, it's going to be a very special episode of this show that is going to, we, we were selected to be a part of a convention. Uh, and yeah. so, yeah, it's, it's really, it's really big. I don't know if you guys know, I like Star Wars. There's some Star Wars toys from my childhood right here. We don't have five lightsabers. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. So this is, um, this is, is, is huge. And I, I, yeah. I can't say thank you enough to everyone who showed up to the show yeah. and made it possible. <laughs> um, you know, it's not Jordan Con. Which, <laughs> 
hashtag nerdy wordy book club jordan con 2023 2023 but um, um it is it is a, it's a big step for us and we're, we're i'm 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 you have no idea how excited i am yeah yeah um, tover thank you so much for becoming a narg of the tover thank you for becoming a narg um, yeah this is really cool it's definitely the like biggest thing to to happen for us and yeah. it's something that we both love and we're super excited for it. Matt Stagger, thank you. Thank you so much for the super duper I'm chat. just going to see what I meant the way of the heron, not heroin. Are you sure? I... Are you sure? I'm just checking. <coughs> no, I know. I know, Matt Stagger. It's just too funny to think like the way of the heroin is like no. just listening to Nirvana. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah. We're, so... we're kind of thinking that there's a chance. There is a small chance, I think. That Jordan Con 2023 will fall right at the end of the Nerdy Wordy Book Club's Wheel of Time. Yeah. Through. And we're like trying to figure out if there's a way that we can like organize it so that the final podcast the, or like the final book recap happens at Jordan Con. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if we can like line that up perfectly, but but we might try. We, we might, might try, try to make the like <laughs> the full series recap happen at Jordan Con twenty twenty three. It would be cool, and like that would be yeah that that yeah. that would be ideal. Don't know if it like will happen. Thank um, you so much, Sand. Sand Welcome thank back you. to the Nargs. Thank you for becoming an Narg for four months. We appreciate the heck out of you guys. And yeah, we're we're so excited about this. It's so freaking cool. It's really huge, y'all. We were already going. We already had tickets. Yeah. Like we were flying out anyway. Um yeah. but to 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 know that like my name is gonna be in the program, like when I pick up my program for Star Wars Celebration, I'll be able to flip to a page and see my name and Clarissa's name like in the official program of Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> you don't you really don't know what that means to me. Um I will cry. I might cry now talking about it. Uh, and I'm, I am I just could not be more excited about this. Topher, thank you so Topher, much. Topher, thank you for the super chat. chat. And thank you so much for being here. Enjoy your Narg emote. Enjoy all the other emotes, but... Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be... Freaking sleeve that shit. <laughs> oh, I will. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, That will be mounted on the wall, for yeah, sure. Yeah, I'm going to see if... I'm, we're going to... There's a couple people I want to sign it, and then it we'll mean, get it. Yeah. If yeah. we can get some signatures, that would be amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, yeah, we um, that's our big announcement, and um, we're hoping that uh, we couldn't make Jordan Con this year because it yeah. falls at the same time as Calgary Comic Con, which we're already going to. However, next year, twenty twenty three is going to be about when the book club wraps up, so we might yeah. we might do some kind of we might apply anyways to do some kind of podcast there. So hopefully, <coughs> we mm. can make that happen. But uh, yeah, yeah. Shall All we right. jump into our thoughts on the Dragon Reborn? Let's do it. <clears throat> what do you think of the Dragon Reborn? It's a good book. Yeah. <clears throat> Great. It's good. That was the end of the podcast. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Thanks so much for being here. Um, uh, yeah, there's a lot of spoilers at uh, Jordan Con, which is why uh, part, you know, why I think <clears throat> next year is going to be. Oh, I hadn't thought about that, but yeah, just walking around Jordan Con would probably be very spoilery. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's probably best that like next year will be our first Jordan Con. We yes. will be there next year, though. We're, like, committed yes, to we're, it. Yes, we, we really... Unless something crazy comes up, we want to do it. Hey, Brother Tarvin's Gap. Thank you for the super duper chat. Thank you for the super chat. Maybe we'll do... Bust. A, maybe we'll do a road trip. Uh-huh. And we'll, like, vlog, like, listening to the final chapters of the audiobook Memory of Light on our While road trip to Jordan Con. road tripping. Where is... Is it uh, Jordan Con held in the same place every year? I have no idea. Okay. All right. Well, we'll... I have no idea. 
It's all good. Um, we'll figure it out. That's a year away. If it doesn't line up, there are only about a million other things you could talk about. Yeah, well, I f- I'm feeling that that's when the second season of the show is going to come out, based on some new info. Yeah, that's true. It doesn't look like the second season of the show is coming out this year, so. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, lay your thoughts on me. How are you feeling? We've had a week to process. Yeah. How are you feeling about The Dragon Reborn? Atlanta. Oh, okay. Um, Well, it's a shame we don't have any friends in Atlanta. Darn. Oh, no. Oh, no. Um... (laughs) Except all of our friends in Atlanta have cats. Literally Uh... everyone we know in Atlanta has a cat. I'm lethally allergic to cats. Like, I cannot be in the same room as them. Um, we'll so. figure it out. We'll figure it out. Okay, um, before we get into the Dragon Reborn, there's one more thing we should talk about. Is there? Yeah, they cast the ship captain. Oh. We're getting Bale Doman on the show. Yeah. He's a very handsome man. Hey, it's your mom. My mom? Yeah. Hey! <laughs> everyone, everyone, so, show some love to Trisha right in the chat. That's my mother. <laughs> Thanks for showing up, mom. Uh, oh, and there's your aunt. Oh, and the whole my fam, the, the whole fam, fam jam is here. Fam is here. Fortune yeah. prick me. Yeah, so that they do be cast in Bale Doman for the show. <laughs> oh <clears throat> my god. Um. Yeah, we're cats so are worse than Trollocs. How dare you? I love cats. Mom. You don't have to give me money, Mom. I appreciate it. <laughs> Mother Von Knightley. <laughs> Mother Von Knightley. Yeah, it's Mother Von Knightley. Oh my god. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um <laughs> Thank you, Mom. I appreciate the super chat. Yeah, yeah. We're 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 so we're so freaking excited, guys. We're so freaking excited. Um Mr. Angler saying a little more audio, please. I don't know what that means. Um our microphone is maxed out. So Yeah. There's uh There's no way we can put out more audio, but Yeah. Yeah, uh, sorry about I that. I would turn it up on your end. Um, mom giving allowance over stream. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Ship captain looks great. I'm very excited for him. Dancy, thank you for that super chat. Super that chat. cat is very cute. It's a kitty. Uh, uh, star celebration. How do you feel about the dragon okay, okay, reborn? Okay, okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. Dragon reborn. Um, it, okay. So something that we already kind of talked about, it does feel... Um, like the overall structure of it is reminiscent of the previous two books, mm-hmm. and one of the most excited, one of the things I'm most excited for is uh, apparently book four kind of breaks free of that a little bit. So okay. I'm super stoked to see Robert Jordan, um, like almost like branch out a little bit, you know, yeah. not mm-hmm. use that same formula. But then again, the formula worked. Like it was never yeah. boring, right? Um, it did what it was supposed to do. It served its purposes. Um, it was interesting to read the whole time. And oh God, there there is so much, so much in these books. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just feel like really lucky that fantasy like this exists because it's like my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, and that it like came to us in the way that it did, right? Like, I it, it's so funny looking back on where we were at in the pandemic when we watched that trailer. And how just excited we got to have a new world to, like, escape to. Yeah. And then, you know, like, we were in really hard lockdown here over Christmas and and over New Year's into January. Mm -hmm. And to have the show and then the books and, like, this transition to to give us something to make our weeks seem, like, varied and interesting and new while we were stuck inside Mm -hmm. and couldn't really do anything with our friends or... um, You know, the, the book club really came about at a time where we went back into lockdown... And so it yeah. it meant it had an outsized impact on our lives because it was really our escape every week. Yeah. Uh, and so it's been such a positive experience 
for so many reasons. Mm -hmm. But on top of the fact is we we committed hard, right? Like we oh, were like, yeah. we're going to read 14 books. Yeah. Come on this journey, or 15 books, come on this journey with us. Not having read a single line. Like we, oh, yeah. we didn't say like, we're going to read one book. We said, we're going to read all of them. Yeah. We we did that not having read a single line. And thank God, both of us thank really liked good. this book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, can you imagine if we awkward. were sitting here like, oh man, like this one was tough to get through. Yeah, yeah. Um, And so, yeah, I, I, I definitely have like little nitpicks that I've had throughout the books. And I know that some people think I don't like them because I, I don't like little things. I do like these books quite a bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I just have nitpicks because that's who I am as a person. Yeah. Um, but I think it's, no, I, 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 and I think that it's like, I think it's good to be critical of things, even things that you love and that you enjoy, right? Like there's, 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 there's a, there's, there is a wrong way to do it. You know, don't be a dick, but talking about things in the way that we do, it, it doesn't mean that like we're not enjoying it, mm -hmm. but every human being is different and like we all bring a different perspective to it. So. Obviously, thank you for that spoiler super chat. Oh thank my you God. for the super thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. We're excited for the next book too. Yeah, we're so I'm probably excited. just going to start reading that once we're done here. Yeah, um, yeah, because we're we're gonna chill the rest of the day. We've we've had a week. So. Um, yeah. So I don't know. Dragon Reborn to me has some of like has a couple of the lowest lows for me in terms of the series so far. Really. But overall, is my favorite book in the series so far. I think the Dragon Reborn was the best book. Um, despite there's a couple of like there's a couple of things with Egwene that I'm just like I didn't enjoy. But oh, okay. Um, okay. I was like really. I I didn't. None of the, like, lows really stood out to me in this one. For me, it was really Egwene. The, the Egwene being captured twice again. Yeah. And just, like, the, like, sure. some of the repetition of story beats. Yeah. To me, just, I, I, because it took me out of the book. The, the, yeah. the biggest problem I have with books is when the writing makes me start thinking about the writing yeah. and not about the world. When it takes you out of it just that littlest bit. And so those are the things in this book, the, the repetition of the plot structure from book one to two to three took me out of this book a couple of times in a way that I didn't love yeah but when I was invested in this book it was the best writing in the series so far mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah oh yeah 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 for sure um mm -hmm. yeah this book was like this this book set new bars yeah um and especially in terms of like the scope of this story um you know I knew that the wheel of time was many many books long but when I was younger, I read a lot of series that were many short books that, but the, the world never felt as vast and like deep and uh, mm -hmm. as, as this does. And honestly, that's kind of what I was walking into this expecting it to be. Like a, a series of like more individual stories on a smaller scale. Mm -hmm. And the scale of this series is so grand and just incredible to experience. Yeah, it really feels like Robert Jordan had an idea for the whole world. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Jake, Jake Hendricks, thank you for that super chat. Thank you so, so much. I really struggle with rereading books, so experiencing oh. this through you all has been wonderful. Interesting, the difference in perspectives from when I was 14 <laughs> and now on the books. That's a huge yeah. thing too, right? Yes. Like, I, I think that if I had been, like, if I had read this when I was in high school, I think I would have had a very different experience with it. I would have mm -hmm. loved this even more than I do now, be, just, just because I am older now. And so the characters that I relate to are different. Mm. Like, I don't find myself relating to Rand very much. I find myself right. relating to Lan and Moraine and, you know what I mean? Like That's so true. Oh, my God, we're getting old. Yeah, but I'm, I because I'm, and, like, the same thing happens when we're watching Halo. 
And I'm like, yeah. I don't understand why these adults are taking this child into this dangerous situation yeah. because I'm 30 now. But when I was 15, I would have been like, yes, take her. Yeah, let go. Her. Yeah, she's she's just as capable as the adults. But now that I'm 30, I don't have that same perspective anymore. Yeah. And now I relate to the adults who are like, you're too young for this. Yeah. Go home. Yeah. You, this isn't your job. This is literal danger. No, that's so true. Like no. that the characters that you relate to the most vary depending on your experiences. Yeah. Although I have to say, I do feel like I still pretty, I feel like I do relate to like Egoine, um, in a lot of ways, especially at the beginning when she was like, no, I'm like going on an adventure. And I was like, that's nice. That, that, like, that's true. But you're a lot younger than me, especially like maturity wise. Right. Wow. Like, Wow, okay. Titanus, thank you for the spoiler chat. Thank you for, thank the, you for the spoiler chat. Spoiler chat. <laughs> um, yeah, should we get into some questions? Um, yeah, let's 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 do a couple of questions. Um we uh if for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we do have a Discord where you can talk more real of time stuff if you would like. Mm -hmm. Um and there is like a questions channel for these full book recap weeks, um, where you guys can kind of bring up what you would like us to talk about. <coughs> And so, yeah, so we're going to go through that channel now. It is locked currently. You cannot add any more questions because mm -hmm. our mods, thank you mods, make sure that that channel is spoiler-free for us. Um, sorry, excuse me. I'm like hiccuping. It's weird. Uh, and before, mm -hmm. just quickly before we drop into that, I just want to drop the code for our HelloFresh. If you do want to sign up for HelloFresh, this is the best way to do it because uh, we get paid. Um, yeah. yeah. You get 16 free meals, you get free food, and we get paid. And um, today, and the food is great. Last night, the oh the chicken we had last night. Yeah, so we did a cooking stream. We made some mm -hmm. fresh on stream, and it was like pan, veggies, and chicken, and potatoes, and it was so good. The gravy was delicious. Yeah, but HelloFresh is so good that they actually in, in empowered Clarus to make gravy for the first time. Yeah, I've never been able to successfully make gravy. and One time with HelloFresh. Yeah. Let's get into some questions, ladies and gentlemen. Um, Jurikon wants a tier list of the best and worst characters to this point. I feel like that's a separate video. Yeah, we have talked about that that will be like an interim video, um, probably while mm -hmm. we're on vacation. Um, like, I think we'll do that in like book chunks. So it might honestly be best it, to do I that. I think book one through three might be the best way to do that. We might want to make that video this week. Yeah, yeah. We'll right. probably make we'll that this week. Schedule. And then it'll probably go up while <clears> we are <throat> in Calgary. Because just so you guys know, we are in Calgary uh, from the 20th to the 30th, we are still doing book club. Um, yeah, it's our, gonna look very different next week, y'all. It's gonna look different, but it like you know we're gonna we're gonna make it work um, and uh, still do book club while we're traveling for the most part. Mm -hmm. um, and so yeah, just a heads up for you guys. <laughs> um, we're gonna do light blinded fools question last, even though it's first in here. So let's go to Cinnabar. Um, could you give your opinion about the evaluate evolutions? and development of the characters over the course of the first three books. Okay. Okay. Um, that's, it's going to be hard to do everybody. For let's, sure. let's start but with like the Emmonsfield Five. Yeah. 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 I think that that's kind of the place to, place to touch. It's from. tough. Rand is the toughest one to talk about in that way because we haven't seen him in a while. Yes. Like it's like it's it's hard to remember where he was at at the end of book two versus the end of book three because we didn't see that transition. But clearly, a lot has happened to him. Like he's gone through so much trauma. Yeah, and we only got paragraphs. Like we only got a couple of paragraphs throughout the book, and other people's like dream walking versions of him. Yeah. Um. And yeah. So Rand, I think, is definitely the hardest. Um. 
But I also think that Rand is the most changed. Yeah. And part of that is probably due to the madness. <coughs> that uh, that taint. That taint is no joke. He's feeling the taint, y'all. He's feeling the taint. Yeah. Um, and like Rand is not okay. Very Rand is, is very clearly not okay. He's a very different character at the end yeah. of this book than he is throughout book one. Um, and I actually like looking back now, I think that book two did a really good job of illustrating that shift. Yeah. Um, however, a lot of the like experiencing like the bottom of that was this book, and I'm kind of grateful that we didn't get chapters and chapters of Rand just. Killing people, killing people, killing dogs. and like being in like a dark place because that is hard to read. And mm-hmm. and it, seeing him um, through the eyes of the other characters, experiencing all that, I think was a really really clever way yeah. to to go about that. So yeah, Rand is the toughest one, but um, it's been like a very clear like not beginning, middle, and end, but like light, dark, darker. Like I don't know. <laughs> no, I agree with that. I think. Um... <laughs> Watching Rand's transition, particularly, but uh, particularly over the course of book two, was so fascinating, right? Yeah. Um, because he went from really reluctant to, uh, you know, choosing to go down the path of being the Dragon Reborn in that book. Yeah, and it, I wish I think is due to the dreams is what it makes it seem like. Where he's finally like, screw it, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna go get the goddamn sword. Well, I just like, mean at the end of book two, it really felt like he was like, all right, I'm going to do this. Yeah. You know, we, we get that transition there. And then I think that, you know, Robert Jordan, in a smart way, kind of took my complaint of, oh, we're just, Rand is just doing the same. Rand's plot is the same. He's going to go to a place to do a thing that's prophesized to prove that he's a dragon reborn. And I think that actually pulling him out of this book a little bit and not showing him as much really helped with that. Yeah. Because we didn't have to spend a lot of time with a character talking about doing a thing we've already seen them do once. Yes. And so I think that the, like, deja vu of the plotting of these books would have been a lot uh, stronger and and worse, in my opinion, if we had spent a lot of time with Rand, despite the fact that I wanted to spend a lot of time with Rand because I love him as a character. Yes, yeah, yeah, 100%. Janan... Clausen, thank you I, for welcome to the Nargs. So sorry for mispronouncing your name, but thank you so much for joining the nerd table. Yeah, welcome in. Um, yeah, so Rand, Rand is Rand is a huge, huge shift, but yeah, he's such an interesting character, and uh, we are going to end with what's next for him because he's kind of the you know I have a feeling the next book is going to be a lot of Rand. Yeah, Rand in D and D terms, Rand is a bit murder hobo right now. Yeah, kind he's of. kind of going off and doing his own thing. He's he split off from the party. When we eventually do our Wheel of Time role playing D and D podcast, <laughs> yeah, I uh, I cannot wait to be a murder hobo in this world with you. God, uh, I don't know. Murder hobos aren't a lot of fun to play. Yeah, but all D and D kind of ends up going that way at some point in the campaign. No. Okay. <laughs> no, not all D and D. I've definitely been in uh, in games where it, it's not like that and. It just, it depends on, like, who's playing and, yeah. you know, what the characters are like, because that is such a big part of it, but... Um, and and what the big bads tactics are. Yeah. Because there, there definitely are those campaigns where you, like, enter a town, and, like, they all work for the big bad, and so yeah. there's, a, you don't have a choice. Like, you're, yep. you know, it's not Everyone like you're, like... Everyone has to die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or you have to destroy the crystal at the center of town that releases the whole, the big bad house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. thank you, thank you so Tethanis. much for four months in the arg. It's called The Dragon Reborn because it's about how the mythological figure is perceived by other characters and not about Rand the person. That's a really interesting take. I like that. 
Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, 100%. And it's funny because, like, it, it was kind of misleading in a way. Mm-hmm. It's like the Dragon Reborn, it's going to be all Rand's POV, and it wasn't. And I, like, I liked it. I have a player who keeps track of everything he kills. Less murder hobo, more murder accountant. Just like an Excel spreadsheet. Oh my god, amazing. All right, um, uh, are there any other characters whose evolutions and development you really want to talk about? Well, I think Nynaeve... Egwene is tough for me. Yeah, Egwene is tough because Egwene wanted to go on an adventure, got her adventure, and now is just struggling with the trauma of being, like, a Sanchen captive. Yeah. Um, and so I, I don't have a ton to say about that. I, I think that we, like, I think Egwene is going to really, like, open up in probably the next couple of books. I hope so. I think she's either going to become a character I really love more or she's going to become Stag a character me. I don't like. Okay, yeah. I yeah. I just, she's in a weird place right now. <laughs> the end of book 3 Egwene is not a person I like. No, but like the none of the three girls are like the <coughs> Elaine way is. Elaine is the one who's like what the what are you doing? That's true. Elaine, Elaine in so many situations in the second half of this book is like why are you guys so mean? Yeah, Elaine does seem to be the most mature out of the three of them. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, but I think Nynaeve is a really interesting one to talk about the development from book one to book three. Because um, we've talked several times about how she's really bad at, like, hiding her intentions. And and I think she's gotten, like, better yeah. at that. Right? Like, she, like... She's gotten smarter. She's gotten smarter. Yeah. And, and seeing that, I think, is a really hard thing to write for characters. Mm-hmm. Like... I don't know if I was an author. I feel like that that would be like one of the biggest challenges. Um, yeah, a character getting smarter throughout the books, but Nynaeve does, and like that is really cool. Definitely, sorry, excuse me. Definitely worth mentioning at least for sure. Um, and then Matt, Matt kind of like we said got a bit of a soft reboot. Um, yeah, which I, like I I stand by. Like we did not get a lot of Matt in book two, except when he was like being a dick to Rand. Yeah, um, and so. And even in book one, he's he's already I mean, on down that path a little bit, right? Yeah, he's still a shithead. Um, but like book three, Matt was infinitely more interesting than anything than a previous Matt. So um, book three, Matt was fun because it felt like he could end up being an antagonist. Yeah, but like not not like a big bad antagonist, but like I could see there being a book where Matt is the problem. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they have to like solve the problem that is. Like, either, like, Matt's luck goes haywire and he, like, goes too far with it or, you know what I mean? Like, Matt, Matt, you know, yeah. Matt feels like there's potential for him to become a, a, a negative part of this world for a bit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, in an interesting way because there's there's so much there. There's so much, like, he's so aggrieved, but he's also yeah. so good. You know what I mean? Like, there's just, there's there's so much, he could go in any direction. Whereas, like, I yeah. feel like right now, like, Rand is kind of stuck going one way because yes. he's so powerful that if yes. he goes if he goes Past bad you. at all yeah it's like what what would you do uh, yeah and i'm super interested to see um in the in the <laughs> janan closet keeps getting his messages deleted by our mods no spoilers um so so i'm really excited yeah to see so there's there's the moment in Egwene's trial where rand <clears throat> is like i can control the madness if i don't use the power. Yeah. And I have a feeling that, like, next book is going to be very chaotic for Rand. But also, look at the beautiful blue I know, of this next book. I know, it's so gorgeous. This book's color is stunning. I love it. Like, I, it's so pretty. 
Um, I, I have a feeling the next book, maybe two, is going to be a lot of Rand being chaotic and the power kind of consuming him. Mm -hmm. And, you know, around book like seven, it's going to be like, well, I can't, like, I can't be using the one power. Otherwise, like, it will consume me and I have to be useful and helpful in other ways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is, like, kind of my prediction, I guess, if you want to call it that. Um, Tom, Tom Jones, Jones, thank is... you. I, I, is that my Uncle Tom? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Tom Jones, welcome to the Nargs. Thanks for becoming a Narg. Sorry, um, that, I, my, I have an Uncle Tom whose name is Tom Jones, that's so, so that's just very funny. Uh, Josh Chimko, thank you so much for the super um, duper chat. Rand's lack of POV def gave more room for Matt and Perrin to shine and develop yes. his characters, yes, which is amazing from the first two books. Because yes. I would let actor for Rand do anything he likes <laughs> to my throat. All right. Hey, he's a very attractive man. I, I, I 100% right. agree with you there. Yeah. Uh, um... <laughs> Okay. Uh, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree about Perrin. Uh, uh, we talked a lot about Perrin in this book. And is how Perrin not your type? Is that why you're like... I, I, I... Were you just thinking about Lan too much? Well, yeah. Lan's too distracting. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. I have, that's I have a one true love in this world. And that it is, is Daniel Henney. Um, the uh, Perrin is one that we talked a lot about in this book, about how he's really become... And I even said on um, The Dusty Wheel that he's my favorite book character. Mm. Um, and that that's really because of the Dragon Reborn, right? Like, the Dragon Reborn focus in on Perrin and Perrin's place in all of this in a way that just I, I loved and I love that character now and I love Fayil and I love their weird relationship and yeah yeah I'm just I'm so I'm so in love with that character and the way that he's grown and it's a shame because like I don't think I'm going to get that character in the show and I think that Perrin's always going to be difficult for me in the show because of how much I love the book character now mm -hmm. I almost wish that we hadn't started reading the books until the show was done done because going back and watching like show Perrin now with this love that I have for the book version is gonna be it's gonna be weird for me yeah. I think. Yeah, we just didn't want to wait that long. I know. <laughs> we loved this world so much. We didn't. We didn't want to wait. So. Yeah. Um. Um. Slickjack says I think Nerdy has imbibed too deeply from the Wheel of Time show regarding the darkness inside Matt tripe. I don't think that it's from the show. I think that Matt is written as a character that could very much go dark because of um yeah. like addiction like uh, the way that authors like to write addiction metaphors matt has all of the like hallmarks of a character that could struggle with an addiction to his own luck at some point yeah. and that i'm not saying he's gonna go evil i'm saying that well we do know that matt did betray rand in flicker flicker so sure Sure, but we didn't that... see the scenes. That might have been because of the dagger. That might have been, like, a universe where he wasn't cured of the dagger or... Maybe, maybe. I just think that, like, there's definitely evidence there that suggests... Tom Jones, thank you for that super chat. Not, Not my uncle. uncle. Okay. <laughs> thank you, Tom Jones. Just so to loves experiencing the books game by KRC3. We appreciate, oh, thank you. We appreciate it a lot. Um... My... <laughs> it, it, my... Yeah. I love my Uncle Tom. He's one of the most ridiculous characters. I <laughs> I, you met Tom. He was at our wedding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I remember him. Yeah. yeah. Um... I love him so much. Uh, but no, Tom, thank you so much for being here. It's so, it's so nice. Um, uh, yeah, Tom Jones the singer is my uncle. That's, yeah, 100%. Um, um, so no, it's, 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 it's not that, like, I think that... It's not that I think that he will go bad. I definitely don't think Matt will ever be evil. But there's yeah. so much potential for his luck to be... For there to be a dark side of his luck that yeah. everyone has to deal with. Even if it's not intentional on his part, yeah. but his luck goes haywire and suddenly everyone has to deal with... Sort of the same way that everyone has to deal with Rand causing marriages and, and floods and droughts everywhere he goes, right? Yeah. I mm -hmm. could see Matt being a character that has this superpower that causes something like that in the future books. J just for a variety of things for our characters to deal with, right? Yeah, 100%. 
Like, the Lord of Chaos is probably going to be Matt. Book six. Book six is Matt's book. Isn't the Lord of Chaos... The Dark One? Isn't that the name of the Dark One? Is Oh, I don't know. Isn't, I, isn't <laughs> the Dark One the Lord of Chaos? I don't know. The Lord of Chaos just sounds very like Matt to me. <laughs> Ooh, Robert Powers, would you put Matt as chaotic good? We should... Okay, let's do all of them. Let's do our main characters. Oh. So Moiraine is the easiest one, right? Because she is lawful neutral. Lawful neutral? I would say Moiraine is... Uh... Definitely lawful, like, 100%, because she is, like, the dark one, everything mm -hmm. I do, I oppose him. And she has that, like, code of conduct that she, like, sticks to. So, definitely, definitely lawful, but I think good. Like, she does everything she does to oppose the shadow, and she never, like, willy-nilly, like, hurts anybody. Like, people do get hurt. You think she's good? I, I, I think of good as being, like, going out of your way for people to your own detriment, whereas that's not what I see Moraine doing, right? Like, Moraine is, Moraine is fine if there is a collateral damage in situations if the end result is the death of the Dark One, right? Yeah. I think she is fighting for the, like, the. there's something about, like, She's, she's like Switzerland, right? Like, she isn't really trying to save every individual person. Okay, okay, yeah. She's trying to save the future of the Earth. Okay, okay. Which I is think... a good goal. Yeah. But she is not, like, when I think of, like, a a good character in within morality, I think of someone who sees any suffering and goes towards it to stop it. Right? Like, Perrin, to me, is a good character. Because yeah. he's like, no, 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 we have to stop and help these people. And Moraine's like, we don't have time. Yeah. There is a larger thing that we're doing here. Yeah. And so that's why I would say she's, like, lawful good. Like, she is... So, so for those of you in chat who are debating whether or not Maureen is lawful, lawful does not mean <clears throat> that they go against, like, the laws of, like, the, the, the city or the, the place that they're in. Lawful means that the character has a code of conduct mm -hmm. that they will stick to no matter what the consequences are, which I think is, like, 110% Maureen because Maureen is, like, the dark one cannot be allowed to return no matter what the cost of it. And so that's why I say she's lawful. Lawful actually has nothing to do with, like, respecting the laws that yeah. other people have. It's about having a personal code of conduct. Yeah, and um, it's about, like, consistency of character, right? Yeah, like, yeah. Because the opposite of that spectrum isn't criminal, it, it's chaos. It's chaos, yeah. And so if you're a lawful character, it means that, yeah, and Matt would be chaotic. Yeah. Um, I Like, I think of per Perrin, I think, is neutral good right now. Neutral I think good, that yeah. he will eventually be lawful good when he figures out what his code is. Yeah, because right now he doesn't know. He Like, the whole violence thing is weird to him, but he, he does it when necessary. And the same with the dreamwalking and the wolf brother thing. Like, Perrin's definitely kind of in the middle right now because he's, mm -hmm. like, I don't... I, he said, I have no idea what's going on. I'm just trying to survive and figure this shit out, you know? Rand right now is, I think, chaotic <laughs> neutral. Because sometimes he's sometimes he's chaotic bad and sometimes he's chaotic good. Chaotic I think like neutral, he's like yeah. chaotic neutral in the middle trying to figure it out. I think he'll end up on the good side. Okay. He'll find his way back up, but Okay, yeah, that's that's valid. Um I would say Egwene is uh... Egwene's tough. Egwene is tough. Mm. She's chaotic right now. She's too quick to anger. She's you're right, you're right. I would have thought that, like, she would be very on top of the Aes Sedai code of how to, like, use the power and, like, the oaths and stuff like that, even though she hasn't taken them, but she's yeah. not. So I, I would agree with that, actually. 
Um, I, I this this might be controversial. I actually think Nynaeve is lawful good. Yeah. Because Nynaeve, Nynaeve is a pain in that. the ass. Nynaeve is a pain in the ass. But a lot of lawful good characters are. Yes. But Nynaeve is mm-hmm. so willing to heal anybody. Right? Like when when the when the, when the Aiel pop out of the bushes at her. Yeah. And they're like, our friend is hurt. Can you heal her? Nynaeve goes, yes. Tugs her braid, gets in that forest, <laughs> heals that girl. But yeah, that's yeah, my yeah, point, yeah. right? Like Nynaeve has a code and that code is taking care of the sick. Yes. Always. no Like she yeah. has like the doctor's oaths basically Turvok, thank, thank you so you much for that for uh i'm as excited for you guys to start shadow rising in the next three books as i was for you guys to start the end of the world after show. oh thank you Turvok. we're so excited we're so it excited. has been hard to not pick up this book this week and read it yeah um, um yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Gwen is definitely not evil none no. of our main characters are evil no i wouldn't say anyone is evil right now fun fun thing for me though right mm-hmm. in book three but alzaman chaotic evil but land fear lawful evil mm, yeah Landfear has a code. I I get what Landfear's doing. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Whereas Balsamon, I'm like, dude, like, what, what, what's your plan? Hippocratic Oath, that's it. I was like, there's a doctor code. And yeah. I'm, I was like, I don't know what the word is. But yeah, that's 100% naive. Like, to a T. Like, if Moraine was dying, even though she hates Moraine and wants to, like, hurt her bad, she, she would, would heal her. her. She does. She does in um, By the World, right? Yeah, but I think she hates Moraine more now than maybe she did. But no, no. But I'm saying that she does in the eye of the world. She acknowledges that she hates her, but she still heals her. Yeah. When she gives her the herbs, when Moraine is um yeah uh, sick. Um yeah, a hundred percent. Landfear is awful horny. <laughs> um. I want to be awful horny. Oh my god, that's gonna be my new shirt. Awful horny. Uh, my name is awful horny. <clears throat> oh my god. Um. All right. Landfear isn't lawful. Woman is bad shit crazy and has no real code. I don't believe that, Kevin. Well, we, she yeah, we seems more seen put that. together than Balzaman in terms of plans. She does. She does seem like she kind of has it more together, and Balzaman just like gets mad at things. Um, Ooh, what is Tom? Tom is the Shiva. That's a good question. Chaotic good. I, I would say good. I would. I feel like Tom is kind of the chaotic neutral. Well, maybe chaotic neutral, yeah. Well, I, like... He does kill a king. But that king had his but the king, oh, girlfriend or fiancé killed, so... Great. Ooh. No, he's definitely not neutral. He's chaos. Tom, Tom is... Tom, Tom does what he, Tom wants. Yeah. Um, Tom is, is... Chaotic does not mean, like, bad. Chaotic means that they yeah. are, like, flighty flighty you know what i mean like they could do anything and tom is a character who in any moment could do anything and you'd be like yeah that makes sense yeah there's nothing that would be out of character for his decision making right yeah that's a good one tom i I think chaotic neutral might be right yeah good or neutral i'm actually i'm not sure do you think that that there's any true neutral in the wheel of time true neutral in the wheel of time maybe swan swan maybe Hey, yeah. uh, great minds. That's the only one I can maybe think of. Although we don't know a lot about Swan yet. Um, neutral, neutral characters neutral. are tough because they don't... It's it's hard to have a true neutral character because it is much hard, it is much easier to be neutral morality-wise between good and evil than it is to be between lawful and chaotic. Because yeah. there are very few people who are consistent enough Varen that are consistent enough to not no but Varen's lawful 
Is she? Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Varen is like, Varen has her code of like acquiring knowledge and not using it for evil. Like Varen is a very easy character to understand the why of her characters. And that's why lawful, the, the different, the, the middle line between lawful and chaotic is really tough because it's really hard for a character to not be yeah. inconsistent yeah, and yeah. impulsive or very consistent but consistent without a reason is a weird thing to play. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's, uh, there's not a lot of, like, true neutral. I would say Loyal is good. Lo Loyal is definitely good and yeah. not neutral personally. I, I think the biggest problem in The Wheel of Time mm -hmm. is that Nynaeve views Matt as chaotic evil when he's chaotic good. Okay. Yeah. All right, fair enough. We need to move. We, are, we have not answered any of these questions. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Let's get into it. Th but that was fun. That, that was, was great. I, yeah, I like doing that. that. Obviously, this is all subjective. Like, it's, you know, these are very, like, vague. <laughs> Graham Laurie says, Loyal is lawful, good to humans, and chaotic, good to Ogier. Nailed it. Perfect. Nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right. Uh, could you give your. Oh, we did not. What prophecies, dreams do they think have been accomplished up to this point? Oh, my God. That's so tough. Oh, God. We would have to pull up the, like, <coughs> so I mean, definitely, mm. obviously, Kalendor, uh, um, the dragon, yeah. going to Tyr. Um, yeah. <clears throat> obviously, the people of Archer Hawkwing coming back to the homeland. I don't yeah, know, there land. was so much about Kalendor. Yeah, that like is satisfied. Um, the Aiel in the cage, Parents, yeah. that one was satisfied. We found uh, Parents Falcon as well. Um, and the hawk. Yes, yeah, we think we know who the hawk is. Yeah. Um, obviously, it hasn't been explicitly said, but it, it does seem like a weird coincidence. Yeah. There's a list of prophecies at the bottom of the questions. Yeah, we'll get to that. Okay, so let's yeah. do prophecies last then. Okay. Um. Yeah, no, Mayin, the Mayin is the hawk, right? I think From so. From the end of the book. Yeah. I think so, yeah. Um. Jerkhan says, with the prologue showing the POV of the White Cloaks, were they surprised there were no non-White Cloak, no White Cloak prints in the book? What do you think they're up to? I was very surprised. Yeah, I thought they were going to be a much bigger part of this book, and there weren't. Especially because of how much we liked the White Cloak prologue and how mm -hmm. cool that scene was. It felt very strange to me that that was the prologue of this book when it had no impact. It's, it's not that it had no impact. It definitely set up the, like, <clears throat> White Cloaks being on the outskirts of everything that happened. So I actually think that that prologue was pretty necessary because otherwise you'd be like, "What the hell are the white cloaks doing?" And why aren't why is it dead put yet? Like, you could put that prologue at the beginning of the next book. I'm I'm concerned that by the time we get to white cloaks in book four, we're gonna have to like go back and read the prologues. It's gonna have been so long since we read that prologue. We'll be like, "Oh yeah, there's like I don't remember the name of the guy who's influencing the white cloaks." Not Nile. No, Nile is the commander. Is the leader, yeah. What? Who is the Pat and Fane character in those scenes? I don't remember his name. I thought that was going to be really important. Oh, Padden Fane's name was sort of an O. Yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. it is weird that that character, like, that that prologue felt so important to the plot of that book. Or Deeth, um, which is yeah. more death, right? More, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I do think it was weird to introduce that and then kind of forget about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I, yeah. I, I think it, I think there's there's a lot of characters that I was like, oh, they're not really in this very much. Yeah, no, it's true. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was weird. Um, I, maybe that means we're going to get a lot of White Cloaks in the next book. I don't know. I think we will. It was just like, why put this in this book if it doesn't matter to this book? Yeah, yeah, it's, no. it's, it's a bit odd. Um, um so, uh, Narandan says, I'm curious how you see Sanchin being resolved, considering joke answer of Nerdy saying he could do it in one book. 
Um, yeah, if you made the plot of it that, like, the big... It was only about the Sanchen. Yeah, you could do a book where the Sanchen, like, full invade. Mm-hmm. And the, like, kingdoms of, um, Ranland come together to fight them off. Like, that could be the well, plot of a book. And I think that that will be a plot of a later book. Um, because clearly the Sanchen came here once. Uh, they kind of got beat back. They're going to come back with a vengeance, and it's going to be messy. Yeah. I don't think that Robert Jordan will resolve it in a single book. I think that it'll be at least two of, like, them coming, arriving, setting up, establishing, fighting, and then getting, like, beat back or assimilated. Like, I I actually don't know how that's going to go. I don't know. I just feel like with Rand having Kalandor now... You can kind of solve any problem. As an author, you can solve any problem at whatever speed you want. You know what I mean? Like, you have a character who's powerful enough now that you can do, you can choose your difficulty. Yeah. In any situation. And so, uh, Robert Jordan could take five books to settle the Sanchen. He could take one book, right? It doesn't matter. Or the Sanchen could make it all the way to the end of the series. And maybe they're good guys who help at the final battle by the end of this and Rain turns them or something, you know, like there's so many different possibilities. Yeah. Um, I, I just meant that like, if you wanted to finish it in a book, you can, you, I, I'm not saying that you should, I just, yeah. Yeah. If it was the sole focus of the book, if all you really need to do is kill the Empress, right. And destroy all the Adams, then you can get rid of. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, so next question. Uh, so far we've seen the characters split off and adventure together as duos or trios quite frequently. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, which characters would you like to see spend time together and split off from the rest of the crew in book four? Um, I would love to see how, um, Elaine, Nynaeve, and Loyal would interact together. Interesting. Why? Well, because, like, <coughs> not that, uh, just because Loyal is, like, a man of many words, and I think that Elaine would find Loyal very fascinating to have conversations with, mm-hmm. and Nynaeve would just be so mad about it the whole time for some reason, mm-hmm. um, and I just think that the three of them as a dynamic could be really fun. Not that I think that we have any reason to get that in the next book, but it, it I would enjoy it. Um, I also really want, I want some... Rand and Egwene interaction. Yeah, for sure. Because there's so much baggage there. There is so much going on. And they have not had a chance to really overcome that, right? Yeah. Um, because, they, like, they... Yeah, they, they haven't had a moment. They, they they haven't had the time to 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 move past everything that has happened to both of them in this amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, but... I do firmly believe that we are going to get a lot of Rand and Egwene later, and so I'm really excited to see how that, like, starts. Like, what is the beginning of that healing for the two of those characters? Yeah. Because it's very mm-hmm. complicated. Um, yeah. Yeah, Rand and Egwene would be great. I think um, I want to see Rand and Elaine get some time. Rand and Elaine, You know, um, I want... Uh, I, I'm, I'm excited for the idea of Perrin... Because I like the Perrin Fayil stuff. I'm excited to have the Hawk around as well. Um, yeah, that's going to be super interesting. So I think they're going to hang around in tier for quite a bit. Yeah. The the Hawk for her to be a problem. Yeah, so. no, I, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to have... Just because Perrin, Perrin's social skills are so funny to me. Yeah. And so watching him get torn between two women is going to be really fascinating. And I'm excited for that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and to see how he handles it. Um, 
Yeah. So yeah, those are my like pairings for. Yeah. Who do I want to see? I really want to see um, Lan Moraine and Nynaeve have to travel together again. Just for the chaos of that, I think it's fun to watch them. You that know, would in those. be that would be very fun. Um, yeah. You know, I'm hoping we'll get some more Sawan and more Rain in the books. Mm-hmm. Um, it's tough. I want Rand to travel with people again. Yes. You know, like I'm excited. I'm hopeful in book four it will get more time with Rand with people as opposed to on his own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and I do wonder, like, I wonder, like, does. Does Elaine go back to the tower? Does she leave with Rand? Or, like, what happens with Min? Where is Min? I want more Min. Did she make it to Tarvalon? Is Min okay? Because we never is... got Min at the end of the book. <gasps> That's true. Is Min okay, guys? Harry Wolf, thank you for that super chat. Uh, David McGarry <laughs> okay. posted, top tip, use the glossary from previous books to keep you up to date without any chance of spoilers. Yeah, for sure, for That's sure. That's fair, yeah. Um, I wanted Juwillen in here in Buddy Cop Comedy. Oh my god. I love that. That would be so funny. That is so funny. Um, yeah, Aww. no, I... Thank you, Perry Wolf. I appreciate that. I don't know what pairings I want to watch, because I don't know what the plot of the future books is going to be. We're going to try and come up with it at the end of this, but... Um, <laughs> yeah. 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 Do you think that Perrin just, like, hangs out in Tyr and becomes a Bellaxmith? No, god, no, no, no. <laughs> You're like, nah, nah, nah. There's no happen. way. Um, uh, Elgodge says, you noted that we met the hawk at the end of the book. What's your prediction for what Min's viewing with Perrin, the falcon, and the hawk will mean? Um, well, I think that the character that we met, whose I name mean, I not really, remember. I mean, we're really, we talk a lot about threesomes on this podcast. <laughs> and then um, Chad gets mad at us. No, no, I think it's going to be more that, like, this noble lady, I, I I'm sorry, I, I can't remember her name. It's the first lady of Mayin, right? Yeah, something like that. Um... I think that she, like, has just had her entire world turned upside down and she's going to cling on to, like, the most vulnerable male that she can, which is probably Perrin. Um, and so, so I think, like, Perrin is going to be in trouble because he's not going to want to, like, upset this, like, noble lady, but also mm-hmm. is, like, probably put in very, like, uncomfortable situations I, I think what's going to be interesting is that uh, Fayil, we're, were revealed to us that Fayil is probably a noble lady where she's from, based on her name, right? Oh, And well... so I wonder if they are noble ladies from families that don't like each other. And so there's like a, like inherent um, clash between the two because they are from noble families that are like at like war like they're like uh, opponents in the game of houses and so like Perrin gets caught up between these two women and the like family drama of those two women and they're both after him but like he can't deal with their crap (laughs) okay interesting because i think it would be i think it'd be really interesting to see something like that play out yeah 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 yeah, well, because uh, Min saw the, like, hawk trying to put a collar on Perrin, right? Mm-hmm. Do you think that that's in, like, a... Do you think maybe that she finds out about the, like, wolf brotherness and she, it like, it's, like, a dog collar? Or do you think it's more of, like, a... Wait, who's trying to collar Perrin? The vision that Min had was there was a falcon on one shoulder and a hawk on the other shoulder, and the hawk was, like, Oh, in to... the vision. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um... yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I could see that. I don't think it'll be a literal caller. I think it's I, I no. think I think it's like she like, wants him to be her wolf. Like a pet. I don't think it's a pet. I think it's more of a servant. I think that she's Yeah. I think that yeah. the character is going to view her more as like 
I, I think that once you know his power, you want him to be in your court, right? Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, maybe in a kinky way, Rock Mage, yeah, because we've already seen Perrin tied up a few times in these books, and we've seen Fayol tied up in these books. Yeah, um, they're so, both really into bondage. Yeah, I mean, you know, that if the confirmed. dream world bleeds into the real world, maybe that's where people get their kinks from in this universe. Uh huh. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I I, I don't partic I don't see it being like a Sanchen thing. I think it would be yeah. weird to do another society that collars people. It would be weird, yes, for sure. Um, it would um, start if if you have multiple societies in your book series that do that, it starts to be like, Rob Jordan, what were you into? You know what I mean? Like, it seems that you seem to go to this well too much. Hmm. But I, I, a, a metaphorical collar, I, I would be interesting. Yeah. I think it'd be interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Then and that's that is definitely more what I mean. And I think that Fayil would like really push against that, right? Because it's the yeah. hawk that tries to put the collar on her, mm -hmm. on him. Yeah. And so I think that like Perrin is so reticent to engage with Fayil, but to have him need to engage with her because she's the one who saves him from whatever the hawk wants if mm -hmm. the hawk is evil or something it, it, it'll be interesting for sure yeah yeah 100 um so uh leak says what moments would be your high low that were not previously chosen of the series so far Ooh. of the whole series that were things problem that we I haven't the problem is we're, i feel like we're pretty good about our highs and lows <clears throat> what's a high that I, I feel like there haven't been a lot of lows that we haven't talked about but no, because like, there's a, not many high? lows. Yeah. <laughs> there's not many lows, so I think that the lows that we've said are kind of, like, I don't think that there's any that were missed. Do you have any highs that you missed? Or highs that became highs later on? Um... The wheel of kink turns as ages come and pass. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. God. That... Um... RJ's definitely into spanking. RJ definitely yeah. enjoyed spanking. Yeah, definitely. Oh, a thousand percent. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> spanking and boobs. I don't know. There's not a lot of boobs in these. Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. Yeah. Um, I don't, I can't think of like a high that we kind of like skipped over. Because the one, the one that kind of mm. likes, like, I love how like Matt's like, fighting and like the old tongue tied into that like first fight in book one where yeah. he's like yelling in like manetherin but the or sorry in like the old tongue but but <laughs> I, I think that we said that as a high so I, I i got nothing i'm so sorry yeah no that's fair i think that like a lot of the highs that we have previously mentioned have gotten more meaningful as we've read more yeah 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 i will agree with that yeah, yeah. um so uh next question blood la blonde land fear um, what's your prediction for the fate of Camelin, or more specifically, Morgase? I have no idea. I thought we were going to deal with that this book. Yeah. Um, I think, I still think Morgase dies. You think so? Yeah, I think that Morgase is going to die, and Elaine is going to be pulled between assuming the throne or staying in the tower. I think Morgase dies, but I don't think not for a, a bit. Oh, I don't think it'll happen until, like, it'll happen right before Elaine is about to be raised to full Aes Sedai. And she'll have to choose between becoming full Aes Sedai or becoming queen. And she's going to secretly become full Aes Sedai and become queen. But they're going to try and hide that she's full Aes Sedai so that they have an Aes Sedai queen. I have a feeling that it's going to be, like, very sneaky. And then in, like, book, like, 12, everyone's going to find out that she's actually Aes Sedai. And, and it's going to be scandalous. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that would be interesting, actually. Yeah, I think that... Um, but I don't think Morghese makes it past, like, book seven. No. Because a lot of the people in Camelin don't like the Aes Sedai right now. And that's... 
that's part of what her like new advisor has been setting up. Yeah. And it, who is definitely Forsaken. Oh yeah, he's yeah. obviously he's obviously one of the Forsaken. Um, like there's like Caitlyn is already just so unstable and so like feeling weird about Aes Sedai and magic. Yeah. But yeah, I could I could definitely see that. But if she if she happening. does do both, she's going to keep being Aes Sedai secret for sure for a while at least. And when it comes out, it's going to be hugely detrimental. Yeah, 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 I agree. That's if Caitlyn survives. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if Kay- if 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 Gabriel's plan for Morghese and Kyrian to like marry together and become one country would be interesting. I would like to see how Robert Jordan writes that happening because I feel like yeah. he would do it in a huge amount of detail that would just make it very fascinating to follow along. And I can also see Caitlyn falling right because it was part yeah. of Egwene's I- 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 vision trial as well. Oh yeah. So. That that vision might happen though when the people find, find out that out. Elaine is Aes Sedai. Yeah. And that's why Rand is there trying to protect one of his loves. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Wild. Yeah. Camelin is a telenovela. <laughs> um. Um. Uh, I, it's definitely skewed towards polygamy. Yes, it is. There's oh, a lot yeah. of polygamy. In... There's a lot in these books. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Narandan says, "Have you seen any?" Art of characters or places, not counting book covers. Um, at this point of it, most of it would be spoilers. Curious how much different it is from what you had in mind. I have not seen any art. I've seen some. I've seen some like art on Twitter that people have sh- have sent me. Um, a lot of people. Anytime someone posts a ship captain um, fan art, I do get about five DMs of the same thing. Um, that's so sweet so thank you for that I do appreciate it uh, so I've seen uh, I, I people have only so far <laughs> been sending me fan art from characters that I like to talk about so I right. haven't been spoiled on anything right right right, right. Um, but also I, I, it doesn't fan art is always tough right because I am an artist not a visual artist but like you know I'm, I'm an actor and I, I've I think that I've spent so much of my life watching people interpret words differently that it doesn't feel weird to me when I see a different interpretation of something. Like, I've seen so many different versions of Oklahoma at this point, but they're all Oklahoma to me. Yeah. And that's how I feel about fan art. There's no... You, you can't go wrong with fan art. There's yeah. no, like, right and wrong. There's no, like, appropriate or inappropriate. It's about interpretation. And I think that everyone who makes any art about anything they love is incredible. And I've loved... Especially the Ship Captain fan art. I've, I've really loved it. Um... And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I think that anyone who's willing to put their time into making art about something they love is just doing something really special. And I, I, I appreciate all of it. I love looking at it. And I really appreciate that the art that I've been sent by the community so far has been non-spoiler. And uh, <laughs> that means a lot to me. So uh, thank you, guys. Um, yeah. But, um, yeah, there's, a, there's, there's great art. And there's, really, there's just really cool, like, fan stuff out there. And I'm, I really appreciate it. Yeah, I, I haven't seen any, so I, uh, like, can't comment on it but um i i i like fan art it is fun yeah. to, to to see especially when it's like D or like fantasy stuff yeah it's interesting uh, the book covers almost feel like fan art because of where we're at with them right where they they almost feel like speculative in the way that fan art can but like right. now that i've read the book the the, the cover of the dragon reborn 100 percent makes sense yeah it yeah, is the end sure. of the book it's very odd that the the cover is the literal climax of the novel it is but. it is kind of strange yeah um we have some um bone bed and what is it bone bed and behead no what is it? there's there's a 
instead of fuck Mary kill there's like let's just say we have some fuck Mary kills from storm oh, okay. Ran, Matt, and Perrin. I can't remember what the... It was funny. At the end of book three. Ran, Matt, and Perrin. At the end of book three? Yeah. It's, this one's easy for me. Really? Yeah, you marry Perrin. Yeah. You fuck Matt. Yeah. And you kill Rand. That's... Yeah, okay. That's what I was thinking. Because <laughs> Rand, Rand is, will kill you Rand is... Uh, eventually. Too, it's too much. Yeah. That's... Bed, wed, behead. That's it. Bed, that's wed, behead. I was like, I, there's a funny one. I swear. Um. Yeah, same. Kill no. Matt. Uh, or, sorry. No, no, kill no. Rand... Fuck Matt and Mary Perrin. Perrin's just lovely. I, yeah. you know, he'd, he'd treat you good. He'd treat you good, and he's got working hands. Yeah, it's just it's tough. It's tough to like do anything else with Rand right now because he's just he's it's too much chaos. Yeah. yeah, and that's that's yeah. Um, and then the other side of that is Elaine, Egwene, and Nynaeve. Um, this one's harder. This one's a lot harder. The easy choice is to marry Elaine. Okay, um... Because she's kind. I, okay, I would definitely kill Nynaeve. Really? Yeah, Nynaeve? You want to have sex with Egwene? Like, end of book three Egwene. I don't know. The, That's both of tough. them kind of suck right now. Here's the thing. I think that this is the show informing me, but, like, Lan looked very happy after he had sex with Nynaeve. So, like, it, the sex might be great. I don't, yeah, I don't know. The problem with having Nynaeve sex with... just seems too angry. The problem with having sex with Nynaeve is she seems like the kind of girl who, like, if you do sleep with her, she's like, okay, so we're getting married now. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> no, 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 this was a one-night stand. You yeah. don't understand the rules of fuck, marry, kill. Yeah, I, I, it's tough. <coughs> if you had asked know. me at the end of book two, it'd be very different. Or at the end of book one. Like, Egwene, I would have married Egwene at the end of book one or at the end of book two. But Egwene in book three, I'm just kind of like, I'm so over you. Yeah, I think I would kill Nynaeve and yeah. I would... I think, yeah, I think I would marry Elaine mm -hmm. and fuck Egwene. Mm -hmm. End of yeah. book three. Uh, this could change. You yeah. Know. Yeah, that's that's a tough one. But yeah, Egwene and Nynaeve just kind of like pissed me off at the end of the book. And so I'm, I'm kind of mad at both of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, as it burns says, which Randland cultures and nations have been your favorite so far? And which ones are you looking forward to learning more about in future books? Um, I'm The Aiel. Ooh, yeah. I want I I, I want to learn more about their um threesomes. <laughs> mm -hmm. I want uh, I you wanna, just like threesomes. Yeah, yeah, no, they're a good time. Um, they're no the Aiel are super fascinating because they have so many like similarities to Randland. I don't know what else to call it to like the rest of the world, but yeah. also completely different. Um, well, and you were a big fan of the book Dune, so it's <laughs> yes. Um, I also love the, like, I also love, like, the warrior culture trope in, like, fantasy. Yeah. I always find it really fun, especially when you have, like, badass, like, warrior ladies. Like, I just, I, I'm super excited to, uh, I'm super excited <clears throat> for Rand to go into the Aiel Waste. Yeah. And, uh, bring them out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really like Camelin and Andor, and I want to learn more about it. Um, I, I, every time we're in Camelin and Andor, I'm super interested in the culture. Yeah. Um, I really liked the, like, red on white, white on red thing from the first book when they were in Camelin. Yeah. Um, so I really like it there. I, 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 you guys know I want to learn more about the White Tower, but I feel like they're never going to give that to me. Um, I, I have a feeling that that's yeah. never going to be allowed. Uh, so, um, uh, yeah, I, honestly, all of it. Except Falma. I don't really care about Falma anymore. That one I'm done with. We, we did it. 
Um, we did fall in love. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, and I am, like, as much as I hate the Sanchen, I am interested to learn more about them. Ooh, Fuck, Mary Kill, uh-huh. Tom Marilyn, Bale Doman, uh, Lan Mandragoran. <laughs> oh, God. Here's what's tough about this. Bale Doman would not have been on, I would have killed Bale Doman previously, because the other two are so hot. But then, they cast him for the show, and that actor's really hot. He's very attractive. So now it's tough, because I'm like, I would have a very fun foursome with those three men. And I don't know what to pick anymore. I'm not a boat person, so I think that I would kill Bale Doman. And then fuck Tom and Mary Fuck Lane. Tom and Mary Lane. Yeah, that's where I'm yeah. at, too. It's only... Sorry, like, ship captain. Because I love Bale Doman, but, like... I just don't want to be having sex with a man and him be like, I do be about to come. <laughs> you know what? That's valid. I think it's fair, right? That's, that's I think that's fair. Valid. Wow. But okay. the actor they got to play Bill Tolman is a very attractive man. Yes. They did, uh, they, they did not cast him the way I pictured him in my head. No, me neither, but yeah. I'm happy about it. Um. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry, guys. Please, yeah. Please don't cancel us for... He do be doing it. (laughs) He do be. Um, uh, Luck asks, what do you think Rand definitely has to do in the future? Um, get laid. He needs to like, he needs to like de-stress a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Um, yeah, he definitely needs to, uh, learn how to stop using the one power. No, he's never going to stop. He needs, you know what he needs to do? He needs to... Cure the taint, which I think is going to happen. You think he's going to cure the taint? I think at some point he will cure the taint. I think that that becomes like the plot, right? Like is how do we stop? uh, Like the, the one, the, the final battle is too far away. How do we stop me from being mad at the final battle? And so I think that that will become like the plot of some of these books. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And I think that they're going to find a way to do it. You think Rand is going to cure the taint? I don't know if it's going to be Rand. Okay. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm curious. There's there's characters that I'm curious if they're going to come back and be a part of that. Because I have a feeling that with 14 books, Rand won't be the only man who channels. Yeah, there's so... Yeah, there's so many books. And so, like, I'm actually really curious, like... Like, like Loghain isn't dead, right? Yeah. And I'm like, what... I feel like Loghain not being dead means he'll come back. And I could see that Loghain being part of... Like, because someone needs to train Rand on how to channel... The, the male half of the one power. Yes. And I could actually to. see Loghain doing that somehow. And I would like that. I think I just really like the character of Loghain from the show. Yeah. Um, But there, there's just something about trying to figure out who Rand is going to learn from and who Rand is going to in like, um, like participate in magic with. <laughs> I feel like he needs somebody. And and You're right. I think you're right. I think he needs to learn. Having having Loghain be that character would be really interesting because it would be like so painful for Loghain to talk about this power that he doesn't have access to anymore. Yeah, like he can't actually use it, but he does know how. Here's the thing though, he did never like He he knew enough to lead an army though, right? Yeah, I think, honestly, I, I'm going to disagree with you, and I think that Rand is going to find an Aeol male who can channel. Because there's no way the Reds, Ooh, right? interesting. Well, there's no way the Reds, like, would ever know, for for the most part, I think, if there were, like, yeah. male Aeol channelers, because they're so closed off. So I, I agree with you on the front that there is definitely going to be other male channelers. I think Rand is going to learn from the Aeol. 
Yeah, that would be interesting. Yeah. That would be really cool. I like that. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah. I think that would be really fun. And, like, maybe the uh, the one thing that I think might be really cool is if the Aiel, like, wise women mm-hmm. um, are actually, like, um, a- 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 can actually channel or access or at least feel, like, both sides of the power in some way. Like, they have, like, learned to, like, um, like, obviously... That would be weird to me. I wouldn't like that. Really? Yeah. It, I, the, the, the one power being binary needs to be consistent. If, like, one culture can do it and the other can't, then it's not the power that's binary. It's, like, an idea of the power, which feels weird to me. I just... It would, un- it would completely undo the magic system as I understand it right now. I guess. I guess. It's just, like... I don't know. I was, I guess, pulling from, like, from, like, our modern life. And we know that there are people who are non-binary or, like, two-spirit or, like, other than, like, male-female. And so I was wondering, I, I, in my head, I was, like, maybe Robert Jordan was pulling from, like, those, like, cultural differences. I think if the book was written 15 years later, there's a chance that that would happen. Yeah. But I think that for 1995, I just don't, I don't think that... Yeah. I, 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 I like I I'm a pretty progressive person yeah and I didn't meet a trans person until like 2010 yeah you know what I mean yeah, yeah. so like no no that's that's totally valid I that I, wasn't a conversation that I I that, that I think was in the zeitgeist enough in the 90s for to, it to, to make it into this yeah. book yeah I also think that that would just add like a layer of complexity that could really screw with the like system and so it it would just make everything so complicated yeah yeah Yeah, no i think that's fair but um i yeah i i stand by definitely he's gonna learn with the ideal that's yeah he has to go to the waste i think we're gonna spend a lot of time in the aisle waste in the next book yeah Mm -hmm. um i i wonder though if they go there naturally like if they're like oh we need to go to the aisle waste or if they get chased there because now that he's announced himself as a dragon reborn people are after him yeah. And that's, like, the only safe place for them to go. And I'm curious how that happens. Yeah, yeah. For sure, for sure. Um, You know what? Periwolf is right. Like this video. If you're watching this, if you've been watching nice. this talk for an hour and nine if minutes. you're here. Hit the like button. Yeah. You have no idea how big a deal Just it is. Just do it. it. It helps. It helps so, so, so it much. It is dumb so. how much YouTube puts importance <laughs> on that button. But uh, it's free. So hit that button. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, uh, Ernius Petergius says, how do you feel about RJ's choice to barely have any POV from Ran in a book that is named after him? I think we we've talked about talked that, about that but one, but it's a good question. Um, I, I think it I think it works and doesn't work at the same time. 69 minutes, yes. Nice. Ay, yeah, nice. I agree with that. Now is the time to like it. Now right is now. the time, yeah, yeah. Um, Rockmage says, how many Forsaken are there and how many can you name? Well, we know that there's, there's 13, 13, right? Okay. Balsman. Uh-huh. Your turn. Name one. Valal. Okay, Samael. Alligator. Agonor. That's the one. Lanfear. Can you name the other one that we know? It's from book one, and yeah. it starts with the B, I think. Yep. Bur- B- Belthamel. Belthamel. I think that, oh, and Ishamayil, but Ishamayil might also be Baalzaman. Yeah, I think Ishamayil is Baalzaman. <laughs> yeah, oh, but like Baalzaman, I don't know. But I don't. I think his name is Ishamayel. I think Baalzaman is like a fake name. So yeah. So Baalzaman yeah. could come back as a different person with that using that name. Yeah. So I think that there's six that we know. Yes, we can name six. That's it. 
Um, yeah. That's that's all we got for you, Rocky. But if Moraine was here, she would know exactly where they all are. Yes, because she can smell which Forsaken uh, it is. I think that's it. Have we na- have we learned any other names? I don't think so. Yeah. I don't think it There was one other name checked in this book, but it was only one so quick you could miss it. Hmm. All right, well. I think we missed that one. Did you name the one more rain took out? That was Bilal. Bilal, yeah. Jeff Bezos. Balls Jeffrey deep. Bezos is forsaken. Um, um, all right, Sex Monkey says, y'all suck at one question per message. I don't know what that means. <laughs> uh, Chess Club President says, in Dragon Reborn, we've seen moments of Rand's insanity creeping in, shaking the mountain and lining up bodies. Yeah. With this being only book three, what do you think is the plot arc of madness trope for the rest of the series? Does it wax and wane? Does it disappear? Does it destroy him? Does it corrupt others? What potential outcomes by book 14 do you expect? Okay. I think that by book 11, by the end of book 11, Rand is cured of his madness. 11. Okay. Yeah. I think that, I think that that are going, that's going to be a big one. Rand is going to get cured of his madness by the end of book 11. Okay. Um, Up until then, I think it's going to get dark. I think that they're going to be a, there's going to be a very bad moment. Yeah. Where Rand goes very far. Yes. And like destroys a city or something. Yes. Um <coughs> I I think in the next book. I think in the next book that Rand being around because they're all in the same place right now. I think that yeah. Rand being around people that he's familiar with is going to like pull him back a little bit from the madness for 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 a time, for a short time. Okay. Um and he's gonna be get a bit un, more under control. And then yeah, I think books Five and six. I think book. I think book five is gonna be like probably low of the low, okay. and then there will be like a book or two where he's able to not channel and keep the madness at bay, Dope. and then there's going to be a breaking point mm-hmm. that w- and and then he gets cured. Yeah, I think that that's. Yeah, the the, the madness is the toughest part of this for me because it's like, on the one hand, I can totally see it get it going all the way to the end, but mm-hmm. on the other hand, like writing that I, I just can't imagine the like work of trying to write of like plotting out a believable decline into madness where he can me- stay the protagonist yeah right because there's a point where he goes mad enough that you have to make him the antagonist yeah and so it's really hard to imagine him being the good guy of the series while also being too off the rails to behave in any sense around other people yeah um and that becomes difficult over time so yeah i don't know yeah yeah rand is a is a super tough character right now yeah there like there's so much yeah there's so much that could happen right now wait do you think i i think rand, rand is going to the ideal waste next book do you think anyone is going with him oh um do you think like Elaine and Egwene come and learn about? No, they have to go to the tower. <laughs> they have to go to the tower. You're right. They do. Um, You're right. They are needed elsewhere. I don't know. Honestly, I think Matt might. Really? Yeah. I I I don't know. I think Matt might. Matt is about to leave. Yeah, but I think he's gonna leave with Rand. I think Moraine and Land do. I think like the four of them. I think I don't think Perrin does. I think they're going to split up Moraine, Perrin, and um, Lan. Because that's been, like, a thing. That, that yeah. None of these, none of these like, pairings last very long. So I feel like they, he likes to split them up into different groups. Yeah. So, like, Perrin won't. But Perrin might go with... I don't know. That's tough. Yeah. I, I was just a thought that popped into my head. But 
Um, uh, Idris Ego asks, what moments from books one to three do you think are critical that the show hit or cut? Um, they haven't cut anything from book two or three yet, right? So I, we can't like comment well, on that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but from season one. I think that... What did they cut that I don't understand? Well, I mean, they cut Camelin. Honestly, the biggest thing for me is cutting the introduction of Morghese. Yeah, that one is weird. Yeah, I'm, I'm really weirded out by the cutting of Morghese. It, it feels strange. Mm-hmm. Elaine is so important that, like, cutting her introduction out of the series feels weird. Mm-hmm. And now you can't introduce <laughs> Elaine... Without... With, to, to, to rant... You can't introduce the world of Elaine the right way no anymore. like they will never have the same like interact like it yeah it's yeah. it's odd you can never introduce elaine when rand is still innocent rand yes. rand will meet elaine when he already knows too much about his own destiny yes 100 yeah. percent. alex uh, thank you so much for that super chat thank you for uh, i love to chat. hear you speculate with so little information the ideas you think of as wild and the real scale events uh in later books amuse me a lot yeah yeah we'll see yeah i think i think shit's gonna hit the fan for sure um, oh, um, cutting mentions of the Horn of Lear. Yeah, very odd. Because they could have just sprinkled that in conversation. So easily. Like, like you could have just had like, oh yeah, the Horn of Lear and is that people are call it, being called to Ilian. Like, it could have been throwaway lines. play in the background all the yeah. time. Like, just have Tom playing it. Just have them like run into someone on the road who's like, I'm headed to go hunt the Horn of Lear. Like, literally could have been that simple. Yeah. It is also weird that they cut Tom from the beginning part. They didn't have the actor. He wasn't available. Oh. Yeah. They, okay. they, they really wanted that guy, and I get it. He was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, and he fair. wasn't available until episode three. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. All right, then. Uh, Perry Wolf, thank you for that super chat. Um, also, the prologue should not have been cut. I agreed. I uh, agree. Yeah, yeah. Perry Wolf, you and made a good point. And the, the more I know about this world, the more I dislike the episode eight cold open. Um, I, I don't like the finale of the show. I've, I've said that a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, it's funny because someone commented on our Moon Knight spoiler chat this week saying that uh, we were Wheel of Time super fans of the show. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that's true. I liked a lot of it, but Super like, fan, I mean, yeah, I really disliked the finale. It brought me a lot of joy, but we like ripped it apart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, um, I've never watched our uh, content. That's for sure. Yeah, calling us a super fan is is a very odd interaction with how I talk about the show. But um, yeah, no, I think honestly, I think that cutting Morghese and Elaine is is my biggest. I don't understand why you would do that. Yeah, it it because now. When a Rand meets Elaine, he's already going to be kind of the, like, broody, um, dragon, like, tainted boy. And Taint. so, uh, so Elaine is never going tainted to... love. Elaine is never going to get to meet him when he was joyful and light, right? And so she's, when she meets him, he's already going to be broody. And she's not going to have that, like, initial experience of being like, oh, like, this, there's so much light in this boy... And so their whole relationship is going to be built on an entirely different premise. Yeah, yeah. And that sure, just is sure. odd to me. Yeah. I just thought of a, of a, um, for Dusty Wheels, like, um. Song contest? Song contest, Tainted Love. Nice. Rewriting that. I think that that would be very funny. Yeah. Nobody steal my idea. Um, <coughs> uh, um so, t- uh, Telomere wants to know if you picked up any writing tips from RJ after three books, and if I have any cosplay ideas. Um, yeah, I mean, for the writing tips, it's it's really about, like, paying attention to how Robert Jordan writes for, uh, foreshadowing. Uh, his yeah. foreshadowing is some of the best in the business, honestly. And yeah. 
Yeah, I, I, I definitely think I've learned a lot from reading his books. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> that I would take into my writing. Yeah, nerdy. I'm not gonna go. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it. But nerdy has this really, really cool fantasy book series idea that you'll probably do when you're like 40 or 50. But I just want it to happen so bad because when you I the forgot way, I told you about that. Yeah, you told me about all I of it, know. and it sounds fantastic. So I, I, I do hope that you write that one day. I, um, I want. I, I get. I'm, I'm such a bad writer. I get so like self-conscious about anyone ever actually reading it that I then just stop writing I'll 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 read it I know I need to sit down and put on paper I have this like six book series fully plotted out in my head yeah um like fully like to the point where like I can like literally walk through the plot of it but it's yeah it was very cool um you got you guys will probably get that in like 15 years Hopefully not uh, that long. Hopefully I get over myself and write it sooner than that. I just mean like we barely have time as it is. Yeah. <laughs> um yeah, I would love to do some Wheel of Time cosplay stuff. The biggest problem is that I don't know how to sew. Um, we need to get a sewing machine, and then she, she, I know how to use a sewing machine. But yeah, she how to use we it. need a sewing machine, and yeah. I've heard that like new sewing machines are kind of garbage, and so I've been thinking about like trying to go around to like garage sales and find like an older sewing machine. Yeah, but I have no idea anything about sewing machines, so I don't know what I'm looking for. I, like, I love cosplaying, and I my skills are lacking. I can, like, use foam pretty okay, mm-hmm. and that's about it. But I have so many cosplay ideas from this, and I, I can't execute any of them. It's very sad. Yeah. There was one person, when we were watching the show, there was one person who commented on our videos. It was like, I know a professional, like, costume maker. Let me know if you want me to oh, put yeah, you in touch. Oh, yeah, nothing ever happened with that. And I forgot who it was, and I don't know if they'll ever see this, but, like, I would really love to be put in touch with this person because yeah. I, I do love cosplaying characters. We want to watch the song party contest on the Desi Wheel so bad, but we just can't because of spoilers. There are spoilers, unfortunately. We're so excited so... to go back in a year and watch it, though. Yeah, 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 exactly. And maybe compete next year. I have some ideas as well, so. Yeah, yeah. that would be fun. I think we could do it. I want to do, um, I want to rewrite, um... Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, but about the different Ajas. They were green and yellow and white and brown, brown and, and red. red. <laughs> that would be very funny. Um, and you just have like Swan, how I love my girls of many colors. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right, let's get into that next question there. Um, Deshiva asks, this is the first book where we get to follow Matt as a POV character. Mm-hmm. Now that we know him a little better, what, what what does his journey or struggles look like compared to Parent and Rand? Um, oh, he is the most reluctant, which is weird to say because Parent is pretty reluctant. And so was Rand. Yeah, but Matt is the most like, nah, I'm good. Matt is the definitely what you said, the most flighty. Like, yeah. Perrin, Perrin has this kind of sense of duty that Matt doesn't have. Well, he does kind of get because he's like, I want a kiss from Elaine, so I said I'd deliver this letter. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, Matt is very kiss-motivated. Um, Matt is horny. Yeah. That is the, that is just how you say it. Which is funny because getting lucky is uh, seems like it should be a thing he'd be good at. Yeah. Do you think the second half of the series is just Matt getting lucky? Like if if the books get horny. I have a feeling there's a lot of sex in this series. It does seem like not there's... like explicit. Like I don't think like there's going to be like I don't think Robert Jordan. I get the feeling that it's going to be like fade to black. Or like um, mentioned like later like as yeah. things that happen. But yeah. I think there's going to be a lot of. Because I think there's, I think some of our characters will have kids. At some point, 
I think some someone's gonna get pregnant in a fourteen book series, right? Huh. Um. Okay. I I think that yeah no I definitely think that there's there's going to be elements of these books that are the sexual lives of these characters. I mean, you they're human. It'd be kind of weird if it wasn't. Yeah. And it is like a pretty adult series. Like there's there's lots of like there's like hefty stuff in here. Um. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree. I'm, I, I don't know. I don't know how... I, yeah, I definitely don't think it's ever going to be explicit. No, 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 no. Not the way that it is on our podcast. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, no, I, I definitely think Matt's so fascinating because he's such a good man. But he's been he's yeah. been through some shit and he doesn't want to... He doesn't want to be. You know what I mean? Like, he just wants to look out for himself, but he fails at that. Yeah, he's like, your kids are annoying me. Take my money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, really, Matt? Sure. Yeah, so it's oh, interesting. Man. I don't know. I, I'm excited to spend more time with him, especially now that everyone's back together, because they're obviously going to get torn apart again. So I'm, I'm curious to see what the next reason they all separate again is. Yeah. Because right now they're all people of the dragon, so they're all in danger just by being in proximity of Rand. <clears throat> and how different characters respond to that is going to be interesting. <clears throat> um, yeah. Do you think Showmat is closer to the mat from books one or two or to the mat from book three? show Matt. that's tough because he disappears at the end yeah and he's influenced by the dagger for so much of the season yeah i definitely think he's more like book one matt i don't think he ever is like book one matt really yeah because like know. they he's... introduce him as a completely different character true he has a he's never different he, he has background. more personality true yeah he really is his own creation up until he gets the dagger and then he is very much like the book dagger matt right mm-hmm. but like how do you do like my dad taught me quarterstaff in the show when his dad is such a like layabout piece of crap on the show yeah you, yeah you know what i mean like it'll be weird if he suddenly like my dad the alcoholic philanderer also happens to be the greatest quarterstaff man in the two rivers yeah i think they're gonna chalk that up to the old blood to Virinus. or flicker flicker or something they're gonna have to do it a different way because I don't know if Flicker Flicker's gonna happen, so... That's true, yeah, yeah. I don't know how they do the Matt stuff, but maybe another dad did, yeah. Tam taught him. Yeah, yeah. It's... That that one's weird. That one's... Yeah, I don't know. Showmat Showmat is a character I really like, because I think Barney Harris's performance was really solid. Absolutely. Um, But it is not like Book Matt. Honestly, Barney Harris is the only one that I picture when I'm reading the books, out of all the actors. Really, I picture Rand. The actor who plays Rand, because like he's a tall redhead with gray eyes, and I'm like, yeah, they kind of nailed that. Yeah, I don't know. He's not, like... Uh, yeah, I don't know. Matt, Matt is the only one. Oh, I, that's that's a lie. And Moraine and Lan. Moraine and Lan, because, like, it's so I don't strong. picture... Yeah, Nynaeve and Egwene, I don't picture the way... Because the show versions are so different in personality yeah. from the book versions, it's tough. Yeah. I think that as the show versions progress, it'll be easier because we'll see them at different phases. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, there there's so much like differentiation and yeah. like Yeah, I don't know. It's Who Matt do you is the one when you that picture I Rand then. Is it just like Conan O'Brien? No, this is going to sound weird, but like I picture him more like young like um uh like a young Weasley. Like Fred and George. Okay. I don't. I don't know why. Right. And there's nothing wrong with the actor Rand, but like just in my head while I'm reading it, or maybe like maybe kind of more like. I picture him kind of like how I like pictured Charlie Weasley in my head, who like never really became part of like the the movies. Mm-hmm. 
Um, but definitely not Conan O'Brien. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like maybe that's kind of like weird. But Matt, Matt is the one. When I when I read Matt, I see Barney Harris in my head a hundred percent of the time. Whereas I cannot say that with any other character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, Damon Baker asked how we picture Loyale. I definitely picture Show Loyale. Because yeah. I have no other idea of what an O'Gear would look like. Yeah, yeah. And I, liked, I like Loyale on the show. I feel like it's like... Conan Weasley. It's mostly the Loyale from the show, but... In my head, he's also kind of like... A cross between that and Hagrid. Yeah. I, I, and I Yeah, yeah. I think that's the best way to describe it. But like pretty close to, Conan to the show. Conan Al <laughs> Oh my god. Um... Lord Mandu asked, did you know that RJ experienced polyamory for himself and that is where his writing of it comes from when he was younger he had two women who officially shared him between themselves and scheduled his date nights with each other and organized birthdays and such. That's so funny. How fun. Oh my god. Honestly, that a lot of that sounds so nice. Like just having like two other people like schedule stuff for you so you don't have to worry about it. You want an assistant. Yeah, I would love... We, we you don't, you don't want another lover. Well, long term, but you want an assistant. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, Who wants I, to be I get our it. assistant? Like, he, he definitely doesn't write polyamory from a, like, from a... judgmental place. It's yes. very much just, like... He writes polyamory as just, like, a fact of life, kind of. Like, this just happens, which yeah. it does. Like, there's... I know a lot of polyamorous people. Yeah. Um... I, I think that, like, when you're in the queer community, you know more polyamorous people than maybe, like, straight people do. Probably, yeah. I think that, like, if you're, like... Because I, I feel like when I was not out, when I was in the closet about my bisexuality, I... My straight friends did not discuss polyamory almost ever. No. Whereas <laughs> now that, like, my life is so surrounded by queer people, mm -hmm. it's just something that just is more normal. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. That's, yeah. No, I, I had no idea that RJ, I mean, it makes total sense. Mm-hmm. Um, that is very cool. Yeah. Uh, Turbox says, do you think season two of the show will have Rand at both Fama and Tyr elaborate? Um, no, I think it's going to be one or the other. Oh, yes. Yeah, we have talked about this that we I'm think go that those, sure, yeah. Uh, we think that the that storyline, because we know books two and three are being kind of blended together into one season, which seems, which seems wild to me. Um, seems like a lot. Uh, I don't think it's going to be both Fama and Tyr. I think it's going to be one or the other, and they're going to be condensed into one thing. There's no way that Rand can run around that much. Like I just I don't think it's possible unless they just start using the portal stones willy nilly or the ways, but the ways should be blocked. I think the the ways being blocked. Well, that's tough. I don't actually know if the show is going to introduce the portal stones because they already have a way to get around, which is the ways. And introducing another, unless the portal stones become super duper important in the future, which they might. I think the show might make the choice to leave the portal stones out of it. That's just that's just my thought. Um, yeah, I don't know. Ah, that yeah, that one's tough. I, yeah, I, but I, I have a feeling I won't be surprised if the portal stones, if the yeah, yeah, the portal stones don't. I don't think there's going to be Flicker Flicker. I think that they're going to have the budget for either Flicker Flicker or the um, 
the te, 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 uh, the Terengriel like accepted trial. Yeah. Don't think they can do both, and so that's Too expensive. That's why I don't think the portal stones are gonna show up. I think. I think they will. I just think that the world in the portal stones won't. I think that they're gonna use the portal stones to like teleport around. I my thinking is that they already have the ways. And so the ways are expensive, another... though. Whereas having them go up to a stone, it all goes white, and then they're just in another place is way cheaper. I guess, but you could kind of do that with the ways because we've already seen them. So as long as they get from one place to the other safely, you don't have to spend a lot yeah, of time true. in there. I don't know. It's just I won't be surprised if the portal stones don't show up. Um, I agree with um, Me Monk One Hundred that I think they're going to have the Sanchen invade Tier instead of Falma. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah, um, I, I just think it makes sense. I, I think that you can condense that. I think it doesn't really make sense within the map, but like maybe they just sail down and around. I don't know. Yeah. They already have the ways built. That's fair. Gordon yeah. Kohler says we're not giving them enough credit. It's not about credit. No, it's, it's just, about it's it's it's, it's about budget. Well, it's we we've worked in the entertainment industry and we yeah. know kind of. I've worked on a lot of TV and film productions mm -hmm. um, from like absolutely massive to independent. And like, it, it really is just a conversation of like, I can watch a show now and based on how many extras are in the scene, I can tell you how much that they spent on it. Right. Yeah. You, you just kind of start to get used to those kind of conversations when you are, when you're in it. And when I'm reading the books, I'm reading about um, I, I, my brain as like a, a as someone who knows they're making a TV show, starts to try and do the math of how much it would cost to get this done. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot in these books that is just too expensive for live action. Well, and Unless you have a $120 million movie budget. And, and you already have a way to basically fast travel. There isn't really a reason to add another form of fast travel that they mm -hmm. then have to take the time to explain and set up and all of that. And like I said, I think they're cutting flicker flicker. So well, and like the shadow world where they meet Celine is a massive expense. Yeah. That I, I just don't think they're gonna do it, right? It would yeah. be very tough yeah. to, to justify that expense when you could cut it in if they were doing all of book two as a season of television, I wouldn't have this problem. It is because they've said they're doing book two and three as one season yes. that my brain goes to how can we cut how really we expensive things. Yeah. To make um, to make room for the entire story we're trying to tell. Yeah, and that is that that that's where my brain goes. Yeah, yeah. Like they sure. Rand, Rand, they're not going to spend a whole episode with Rand in the Shadow World meeting Celine when the story has to move a bit faster than that. Yeah, they don't have that luxury right now. So the Shadow World um, is just muted and faded colors. Not really. Like, those Grolm are going to be a weird CGI creation that's very expensive. That tower that's supposed to look like a tower that exists but is different because it has different heads and stuff on it is expensive. Showing that the world has been scorched in these huge swaths of fire, that like, that is an expensive cracks. thing to build. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 it's for sure a lot. It's not just, like, putting a filter on the camera. Because here's the thing. If, you ju if all you do is put a filter on the camera, it's going to look so cheap. Yeah. And the, the, with the ways, like, <coughs> or sorry, not the ways, with the portal stones, having the weird thing with your, the distance and showing that and how, it's like, your brain, like, yeah. how it doesn't quite work properly in your head, it's, it, it like, 
it's it's it would cost a lot of money. So frog mages, the Grom will just be a dog in a frog suit. No, they're, they're, I think they'll have Grom. I just think that they'll save them for the ones that are with the Sanchen, right? Yeah. If you're like, okay, we're unless unless they build the model and it's easy for them to use the model in multiple places, I think Maybe. that it's more valuable to use them in the Sanchen scenes than it is to use them in yeah, the I, shadow scenes where you just don't need to. The Sanchen definitely need like to have some kind of horrifying creature. So yeah. Sukjax so says, how are you going to introduce Lanfear and Kyrian into the show? I think they run into Lanfear on the road. I just don't think that it happens in the portal zones. I just think they, I think that Lanfear shows up. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And like, he's like, starts to, I think that like Rand gets like, I think Rand will have a moment of madness, get on his horse, chase Pat and Fane down, lose him somehow, and then run into Lanfear and that's how it'll work, right? Mm, yeah, that, that would be interesting. Um, DK wants to know at this point in the series, would you want to live in Randland? And if so, God, what no. country society group? No. Why would you want to live here? I would be curious to live there like before the breaking. So, oh, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. But like, yeah, the world when is... When they were full on war with the Dark One. The world is just like a mess. I wouldn't have minded living in two rivers like 40 years ago. Yeah. But like right now... Kyrian's in civil war. Andor's going to war. Tyr is falling apart. The Aiel are coming over the the the, the spine of the world. Agalmar and all of his people are at war with Trollocs constantly. Yeah, it kind of sounds awful. Yeah, Ramland is a mess. Why would you want to live here? The Sanchen invaded and enslaved all the women at Tvalma. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna say. If I could live no. in a tiny mountain village that's away from everything, maybe. But like, I don't want to deal with any of this shit. I want to say, like, maybe I would want to be an Aiel, but we haven't, like, been there yet. And, like, they probably have some, like, shady stuff going on You would as have well, so right? many first sisters. <laughs> <laughs> Don't call me out like that. Um, um, Psycho Can wants to know, going forward, which character would you like to have POVs from either more from them or for the first time? Uh, definitely Swan. I would love more Swan, Swan POV. Swan, Min. Min POV. I want Hell more Min. Yes. I, 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 Hell yeah. I still stand Min Fear. Guys, if you were at the Dusty Wheel, you know what I'm talking can't about. can't believe. I forgot uh, about that. I did not uh, Min Fear is so funny. Um, who else? I would love a POV from Lanfear. I think that would actually be really interesting. A POV of I would, Yeah, or, or any of the Forsaken. I think getting some POV time with the Forsaken would be really interesting. That would be interesting. Huh. Okay, okay. I think um, I, I like that. Uh, I would love, I would love for them to give, if we're going to have more Elaine, Nynaeve, Egwene trio time, I want some of those POVs to be given to Elaine. Yeah, I agree. Elaine has not been given a moment to shine yet. Yeah. And I want that to happen very badly, please. Yeah. Please. <laughs> Hashtag Minfear. Um, who else? I would love some P uh, some loyal POV. I think it'd be really interesting to get in his head. It would just be so long. I'm fine with that. <laughs> this book is longer, so. That's true. Maybe this book is longer because we have some loyal POV in there. No. What are you doing? <laughs> Don't look. Um, uh, well, I, when I was a kid, I used to like buy a new book and I would open to the last page and read the last word. Are you going to attack? <laughs> Actually, I think that's from book five. Oh, is that the like? Yeah, it's the chunk. I just read it from the end. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's the last word? The of last this book? word of this book. That's the glossary. Watch it be a spoiler. It's going to be a fucking, it's going to be a name or something. We're going to be like, what's that? All right. On. 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 Great. Great. That's um, all we got. That's all we got. 
Huge spoiler, huge spoiler. On... Huge spoiler. Be very careful. Um... It's not like I read the last page. <coughs> no, I don't hate No, myself. I literally read one word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um... <laughs> I know people who read the last chapter before deciding whether to read a book. Nope. Emberize, that is... <laughs> You've ruined it. That is a level of self-mutilation that I can't get on board with. Masochist. Ends with a preposition. <laughs> Not that word. You know so much now. Uh, I just want to read this book, y'all. I'm so excited. I'm so excited to jump into it. Uh, we might fight over this book for who gets to read it tonight. Uh, uh, <laughs> Rantel Moore says, here are the Forsaken statues we've seen in the show. Which can you name so far? Those are the oh, Forsaken shit. statues? Y'all, none of Lanfear these mean anything. Lanfear is definitely the one with the big titties at the end. Okay, maybe. Lanfear's got the big boobies. Um, these all look like they're from a sci-fi series. Balsamon is the big fun. one in the middle with like the kind of cat face. Yeah, I think, I think that, I have no idea. These mean nothing to me. <laughs> any trying. of these could be any of them. Like none of them have like distinct enough like features. Yeah, guys, I'm I'm guessing. They're guys, cool I'm though. Just guessing. Um, I either that or like the one with like the big dress kind of looks like queen like could and Lanfear. could be Lanfear. I just she's very like sexual. So this one has like a very defined V in her crotch, so that could also be Lanfear. <laughs> no, that's not. Oh, yeah, I don't really God. know why the White Tower has statues of the Forsaken. I think that that's, that's very how weird. Moraine knows who's yeah, because who. these look like because that's what they look like. Yeah, sure. The one guy, okay, the one statue looks like uh, from Mulan, the like shorter guy in red. Oh, yeah. yeah. The Harvey Firestein's character. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. This guy's got him scared to death. <laughs> I can do that voice. I could be Edna right now. <laughs> Wilbur, you're timeless to me. Um. All right. Emerald asks Who is your least favorite POV character? My least favorite. I mean, in book two, it was easy. It was Bornhold. I just did not give a shit about any of the Bornhold stuff. In book two, yeah. In book three, though? Yeah. Least favorite. That's tough. That's really tough. Yeah, there was none that I, like, didn't like. I can't even think, because there, there weren't any that were ma weren't main characters, right? This time? Uh, well, except the, like, white cloaks at the beginning, I guess. That was just the prologue, though. And I liked that a lot. I yeah, really liked true. that scene. Yeah, no, same. I remember really loving the prologue of this, so it, I don't think there's any. Honestly, book three, I have no complaints about maybe Egwene, just because I, her storyline was the least interesting to me in this book. Fair. So, I guess, but, like, bear, that's, a, that's but like, barely. But, that's, like, us struggling to try to come yeah. up with something. It's Honestly, a good question, I, I think I just... that the choices of the POV characters is really strong. I agree. I like yeah. that. Here's the thing, y'all. I struggled to read Game of Thrones because it jumped around too much and it was so disconnected. And I think that Robert Jordan does it so much better. Mm -hmm. Like, like leaps and bounds better. I'm sorry. I don't know if George R. R. Martin is ever going to watch this, but I, I, your writing is very hard for me to read. Um, Robert Jordan nails it. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't think George R. R. Martin would be mad if I said that, but. Um, yeah. Um, Max Apple asks for nerdy choose born as a useless man or as a male channeler. I don't know. I feel like if you like didn't I, have I any just, like I'm a useless man in real life and my life's fantastic, Max. So I would go with that. I don't want to channel. I don't want to go mad and kill my wife. I love my wife. Thanks. You know what I mean? I'm I'm good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I have no problem not being special. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, I'm fine being totally, you know, just we don't, middle of the road. We don't really suffer from, like, protagonist syndrome. <laughs> I'm not trying to be the protagonist. My best no. friend is the protagonist in my story, and I'm just, like, there watching Yay! him succeed. Yeah, 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 for sure. I'm, I am a cheerleader on the sideline going, go, Corey, it's your birthday. We're going to party like it's your birthday. <laughs> And then when he gets more famous, I'm going to, like, ride his coattails up to stardom. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to be, cool. like, um, and, like, I've never seen an episode of Entourage, but I know there's, like, one famous one, and then all of his friends are also famous because they're his friends. Oh, yeah. sure. So if that's my goal so. in life. If you say so. Um, if you could... I'm going to hide that one, yeah. Um, if you could pick only three from any of the characters you met in the series, who would you invite to a dinner party? Ah, uh, Lan... My boy, Lan. Here's the thing. I don't know if Lan would be very interesting at a dinner party. I don't care. I would go for a drink with Lan one-on-one. -on -one, mm hmm But, like, I, I, I don't, would not invite him to a dinner party. I don't know. I find Lan to be very funny. All right. I, I just think, like, yeah, I would definitely invite Lan. I would invite... That's tough. I would not invite Moiraine, though. It would just be Lan. <laughs> um, yeah. You I would invite Lanfear. It would be Lan, Lanfear. Well, if, the, I, if, I'm, if I can invite the most beautiful woman in the world, I'm going to have the most beautiful... Like, you know, sure. if you can invite um, Marilyn Monroe to your dinner party, you invite Marilyn Monroe to your dinner party. Yeah. Um, who's the third? I want pure chaos. Oh my god, Matt. No, he's too young. I need adults. None of the Emmons Field Five are old enough to come to one of my dinner parties. Fair enough. Um, Land, Land, Fear, and Fear itself. Maybe Tom. I feel like that'd be fun. Yeah, Tom would be fun. Min would party. be fun. Yeah. But like showman, bookman. I bookman would be too young but like showman feels my age bookman does feel younger for show sure. showman is a bartender so she and i would get along yeah she's like a badass motherfucker we would make cocktails for each other and like honestly i feel like if i was gonna date anyone from this it would be showman because we would have a lot in common yeah we, yeah we would just have share a love of cocktails and she would be happy that i would never ask for to her to read anyone for me because i don't i don't want to know agamar would be great Show Pat and Fane. Show Pat and Fane. Like. Nightmare. No, but it's like, he's, that actor. The actor who plays Pat and Fane is like one a, a person I would absolutely love to interview. Matt definitely has a mommy kink. He likes older ladies. That is like. Matt might be too free, but he likes an older partner. That's so funny. Yeah. I would invite, I would invite Tom. I would invite Min. Mm -hmm. Those are the two for sure. Um, oh, Bale Doman. Oh my God. No. You know who I would invite? It would be Tom Marilyn. Bale Doman and Lanfear. That no would be Lan? a fun night. No, because he would he would be uncomfortable at the vibe, right? Right, right. I would want Lan there, but he wouldn't enjoy it. But like Lanfear, Bale Doman, and Tom Marilyn would be a rowdy party. Like that would be my kind of dinner. Alright, alright. I someone yeah. would probably die, but like I would invite Tom, because he seems he just seems like you could have great conversation with him. Yeah, yeah. Um I would invite Min because I love her and she seems honestly like really cool. And I would invite Avienda because I don't know much about her yet, but she mm. seems very cool. Uh, and Bryce says, if you invited Swan, would you serve fish or would you not serve fish? I hate fish, so I would so not. So you would not. That's the thing, though. Swan, like, knows 
fish really well. So you'd have to like make sure it was done really, really well. Otherwise, Swan would fucking make sure you yeah. knew that it was not up to standard. Marco says Swan would be perfect. No, Swan, I, I just, I don't want to hear fish metaphors all night. It's just not, it's not my vibe. I don't know. I would definitely. She brings invite... it up too much. I find, I find it like, I like her as a character, but there's times when I'm like, girl, like you, you, you don't live on a dock anymore. You need to get some more references. I guess. You reference just... one thing and one thing only. I think it's charming, but yeah. Oh, no, you're right. I would have to invite Lanfear if I'm inviting Min. Time to break out the Gordon's fish sticks. I wonder... Fish sticks and custard? Fish sticks and custard. Delicious. Um, Says the guy who does not eat fish sticks. Yeah, no. <laughs> uh, Stormzy asks, do you think Egwene will keep getting captured? I think she will yes. keep getting captured until she's the Emerlin seat. Yeah. And then she'll get captured one last time. Our theory is that she every time she gets captured, she levels up. Yeah. So she's definitely going to keep being captured. Egwene, Egwene is in a video game, and the end of each level is her getting captured. Surprise, Galad is getting the love. Galad would be boring at a dinner party, I think. I don't like Galad at all, so. Like, Galad, like, might be, like, great in bed, but I don't think he <coughs> would be, like, a very interesting no. conversationalist. Galad is missionary only. Maybe. Just because he has a, he would have a nice penis does not mean that you want it in one position. I would hire Galad to be, like, the butler for the evening. No, because he'd complain about it. Honestly, <laughs> I'm, like, Galad reminds me of the, the twins from the social network. In that, like, I don't want anything to do with them. Oh, I've never seen it, yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah, I think Egwene and Galad are going to end up together, and they're going to be the most boring couple in the series. I would invite Gawain over Galad for sure. Because Gawain actually seems I would like hang a out with Gawain, sweetheart. Yeah. Like, he actually seems like... Like, a bro, you know? Like, we could be, like, friends. Look, as a nerd, I'm going to invite the other nerd. I'm not going to invite the jock that's going to bully us. Galad is the, the sushi table. As, yeah, but but there's a, there's a leaf over his mouth, so I don't have to hear him talk. He's just going to lie there and look hot and naked. Oh, my God. Yeah. Suan would love that. Sushi. The Winklevoss twins. Thank you, Bazamian. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've never seen. Yeah, Galad, Galad looks like the kind of guy that would tell you that he went to Harvard every time you hung out with him. Oh my god, yeah, and you'd be yeah. like, I get it. Do we they, need Hopper I get at it. this party. Mm. Yeah, well, I'm going to mount his head on my wall. Taxidermy style. Um, wow, you're about to be canceled so hard. Uh... But yes, we do think Egwene will get captured at least once more. Yes. It's just Robert Jordan seems to like that well to go to. Um, uh, Narishma says, how many different types of weaves can you recall seeing so far and any predictions how they'll be used in the future? I The, the, the books haven't really set up that they're weaves yet, which I, I know that from the chat, but it's not really like explicitly no. said in the books we know how weaves work. Yeah, we know that you can weave together different elements. Yes. Um, Methany, thank you so much. Methany, thank you so much. Oh Perhaps God. somebody to celebrate the cast of Ship Captain. By the way, why isn't it you, Nerdy? I, you That's know a what? Good question. Well, I'm I'm firing my agent. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sarah. Oh God. But you're fired. Yeah. Well, um, uh, yeah. We're we're as disappointed as you are. Trust me. Um, yeah. <laughs> I didn't even get an audition, which I think is a tragedy. It is a tragedy. Yeah. I don't think they're auditioning in uh, Toronto. I think that Rafe heard that I don't like the finale, and he was like, well, we can't like, hire well, him now. Well, screw that guy. The, the, the YouTube channel Nerdy Nightly is going to ruin my acting career. <laughs> um, Nerdy Nightly didn't want to shave mustache. Bale Doman's going to have a beard. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, a ship captain has to have a beard. A hundred percent. 
Um, yeah, it's tough to talk about the weaves because we actually don't know how in-depth they really go. Like, yeah. we know you weave together different elements and that some channelers are stronger with different elements than they are with others. Like, it is very rare that Egwene is strong with, like, earth. Yeah. Um, which is cool. But we don't know. The only weaves that we kind of have, like, <laughs> any, like, real idea of are the tying off of the shielding. Yeah. Um. That's about it. So, like, that one is super interesting. I think a lot of people are going to get shielded. I think that's going to be, like, a constant thing. I think Randall gets shielded at some point to try and stop the madness. I think that'll be, like, one of the ways in which they try and stop the madness. Mm -hmm. But I think that, like, it'll be one of those situations where Rand gets shielded to stop the madness, but then it actually just makes things worse for him. And so they cut, they they give him the power back because it, like, it is, like, hurting him. Yeah. I think that'll happen at some point. I think, I, I also really want to know, I don't know if the book is going to do this, but, like, I really, really want, like, an in-depth explanation of the differences between the side in and side R. Yeah. Like, I, I want that in my heart of hearts, but I don't know if that'll ever be explained because it's, like, magic. You know what I mean? Like, it's not logical, really. <laughs> oh, Ileaners have beards with no mustaches. If they wanted me, I would shave the mustache and just... My face would look so strange. You should try it one time just for fun. All right. Jordan Con 2023. I will go as ship captain. Yes. Absolutely. A hundred percent. We're making it happen. I'm going to grow my beard really long and then shave from here to here. Just for the weekend. And then I'll. And then grow it back. Yeah. Grow it right back. The nice thing um, is like I shaved this side. Like I shaved the sides like what? Two weeks ago. And, and it's, it's already pretty basically full, back. Yeah. yeah. It, does, it, it, it it comes in pretty quickly. Yeah. Um, Which is why I don't shave all the time, because it's not worth it. <laughs> um. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. The weaves are tough. I, I like the use of magic in book three. I thought it was really interesting, and so I'm excited to dive more and more into it. You guys know, I just want more. Yeah, we're so Which excited. Which is why we're going to gonna read The Shadow Rising. Yes. I would look at this blue. I'm so caught up in the blue they chose for this. I know it's it's really beautiful. This is my favorite color of any of the books so far that we have. Agreed. Um, uh, Robert, I would love to do an Aiel cosplay for Jordan Khan. Like I said, I just can't. So so I'll have to figure something out. Mike Price says I can't have beards four days. I don't want to claw my face off. You just have to get through the itch. Get through the itch, and on the other side is Nirvana, my friend. <laughs> Um, Ashandri, thank you for joining thank the Nards. Thank you for becoming a Nard. Welcome on in. The Nards. <laughs> Our Nards. Our The perspiration. Condensation. Oh my goodness. Um, I have no idea how people manage to pace themselves like you guys do. I read all the books in like 20 days. We don't we have, have the time. We have jobs. Like we have shit that needs to get done. We, yeah, we make so much content. Some, some weeks we like don't have enough time to like do it. It's tough. Um. Yeah. But uh, we get it done because we love it so much. But yeah, no, we're, there's a lot going on for us. So we're trying to like... We're trying to pace ourselves so we don't absolutely lose our minds. Yeah. And like the show makes a little bit of money for us, but it definitely doesn't like fully pay our bills yet. So the other stuff that does pay our bills has to get done. Yeah. It's a little bit yeah. of everything all of the time. Um, a little bit of everything <laughs> all the time. A bit of... Every oh, do you want to read this? Oh my God. There are so... Wow. First of all, Six Monkey, thank you for putting out all the uh, <coughs> all right, so prophecies we're of the dragon. We're now going to read the Carathian cycle uh, and go through it and see if we can figure it out. First so, of all, Slick Jack, yeah, yeah, do you know how all the movie magic tricks that they have to make someone look taller or shorter? They can make you are magic too short to play work. No, no, no. You just can play a child. Camera angles. And then we'll have an adult 
play like the adult version of you. You can play the like eight year old version. Wow. I think my boobs are too big to play an eight year old, but we can we can Lindsay Lohan them. Hey. That's the thing. In Herbie Fully uh... Reloaded, they like they taped her boobs down so hard that it like caused her physical pain and it really fucked her up and she talks about it a lot. Yeah. Okay, let's not do that. No, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, that's a true story. They like they wrapped her chest for Herbie Fully Reloaded because Disney thought that her boobs were too big for that movie. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and she talked about it years later and was like, it was awful. It was like one of the worst experiences yeah, of her no, career. Yeah, no, that's awful. I hate it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, so we have some prophecies to talk about. And it shall come to pass that me- that what men made shall be shattered, and the shadow shall lie across the pattern of the age, and the dark one shall Breaking. once more lay his hand upon the world of man. Women shall weep and men shall quail as the nations of the earth are rent like rotting cloth. Neither shall anything stand or abide. The shadow shall rise across the world and darken shadow every land. Rising. That Oh, the shadow the shall shadow rise rising. across the world. Um, <laughs> even to the smallest corner and there shall be neither light nor safety. And he, shall be bubble, and he who shall be born of the dawn, born of the maiden, according to the prophecy, he shall stretch forth his hands to catch the shadow... Okay, they're playing baseball now. It's yeah. like Twilight. It's like the baseball scene from Twilight. How um, dare you? The greatest editing in a movie of all time. Uh, and the world shall scream in the pain of salvation. All glory be to the creator, to the light, and he who shall be born again, may the light save us from him. Ashender, I thank you for that super chat. I always envision Bill Doman and other alieners with 1890s New Englander accent when he speaks. <laughs> yeah, that'd probably be it. Yeah, that, 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 that. That's pretty accurate. Bale Doman would fit into that show, The Nick, that Steven Soderbergh does on uh, mm-hmm. Showtime, I think. Um, okay. So this one's already happened. This section so far already happened. The breaking? Yeah, like this is the breaking and he who shall be born. Like Rand has been born. The only part that has yet to happen is, is the, the world shall scream in the pain of salvation. Well, no, I don't. Because it says the dark one wants my lay his hand upon the world of man. I think the dark one is literally going to escape, right? Oh, really? I think that he is cur- the hands on the world of man are his forsaken. Like, I think that that's literally happening right now. Hmm. Uh, section two. Yet one shall be born to face the shadow, Rand. Born once more as he was born before, and shall be born again, time without end. The dragon shall be reborn, Rand. That was the last book. Uh, yeah. there, will, there will be wailing and gnashing of teeth at his rebirth. I think those are Trollocs? Do humans gnash their teeth? Maybe they do. Maybe? Maybe they do. Uh, in sackcloth and ashes shall he clothe the people. So he's going to put people in shitty Sacks clothes and, and then, then he's going to burn them to death. Wow. Okay. Way to go, Rand. That, I can't wait to read that. That's going to be fun. Uh, and he shall break the world again by his coming. <laughs> wow. I want him to break my world by coming. Um, oh, man. Tearing apart all ties... That bind. Wow. Uh, like the unfettered dawn, shall he bind us and burn us? Yet shall the dragon reborn confront the shadow with the last battle, and his blood shall give us the light. I think it just means that, like, a lot of shit's about to go down where Rand is not going to be a hero. He's going to, like, ruin people's lives. Yeah. But he's going to save them in the end, so it's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yet shall the dragon um, uh, let tears flow, O ye people of the world, weep for your salvation. Oh, I hate that. That makes me just think, it sounds like things are going to get sad. I mean, they probably will. Um, On the slopes of the dragon mount shall he be born, born of a maiden wedded to no man. He will be of the ancient blood and raised by the old blood. Yeah. Old blood being Manethrin, ancient blood being the uh, Aiel. Right. 
Okay, yeah. Or no, maybe the ancient blood is Andor, because I think that he's related to Elaine. I think they're going to be kissing cousins. No. Yeah, I think that Tigraine is going to be his mom. And so... No, we is... saw his mom. What do you mean? His mom is an Aeol's... Yeah, I think that's going to be Tigraine from Andor, the one that disappeared. But she disappeared going off to become an Aes Sedai, not an Aeol. Yeah, but where are the Aes Sedai? That timeline wouldn't... At the any... base of Dragon Mount. Sense. That would have had to have been... 20 years ago. But how could she disappear 20 years ago and then become an Aeol Spear Maiden who we see kick ass? I think she was a Spear Maiden the whole time. How? She was the daughter heir. I'm sorry, you're wrong. I think the, the timing of Tigrain being a redhead who looks like an Aeol going missing 20 years ago is just too convenient. But how did she become a Spear Maiden? <coughs> I don't know how long it takes to be a spear maiden. It might take like an afternoon. She would have already had some training, right? In Andor. I She went off to become an Aes Sedai, though. Like, she went to the White Tower, like they traditionally do. Okay, we're going to put this, because chat's going to start spoiling it. So we're just going to put a pin in this. I think that his mom is to grain and you think that it's not. I don't see how it Let's could put a bet be. on it. Let's put a bet on I'm willing to bet put a bet on this prediction. How much money you want to put on this? Why are you willing to put a bet on it? Did somebody spoil it? $1,000 bet. What? We have the same money. $1,000 bet. Sure. All right. I think Tigrain is his mom. I, it's just too convenient that Tigrain left 20 years ago and disappeared on, around Dragon Mount and then Rand is born and they don't know who it is. Come on. I guess... I'm only willing to bet $1,000 because um, it's moving from my bank account to my bank account. Maybe the show is throwing me off. Because if because if I hadn't seen the show, I think I would agree with you. Because people are like, oh, you kind of look like Tigraine. one of us is right. Great. I love it. Because um, the, the problem is, like, the show shows yeah. Rand's mother as this, like, crazy, badass shield maiden warrior who is like an Aeol and fighting but we actually don't know that in the book so maybe it is Tigraine in the book but I don't think it could be in the movie I mean not the movie the show I don't know I think it's Tigraine I just think the 20 year thing is too weird um the next section of this is for he shall come like the breaking dawn and shatter the world again with his coming and make it anew twice and twice shall he be marked twice to live and twice to die that's so that's the herons once the heron to set his path, twice the heron to name him true. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Five ride forth and four return. Uh-huh. Diamond's field five. Who's the, which one doesn't return? I think you've said that you think Rand dies. Hmm. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Above the watchers of the waves, no, so he proclaimed himself. No, five ride forth and four return was, um, the, uh, uh, was at the end of book two was, um... That was it. the The one that didn't return was, um, oh my god, Ingtar. Yeah. Oh, Ingtar is the was okay. The one that did not return. That makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Above yeah. the watchers, over the waves, shall he proclaim himself bannered across the sky and fire. Obviously, that was the end of the last book. Mm -hmm. Son of Tyr will never fall till Calendar is wielded by the dragon's hand. The son of Tyr will never fall till the people of the dragon come. That obviously was happened last, in the yep. last book. He shall slay his people with the sword of peace and destroy them with the leaf he shall heal the wounds of madness and cutting of hope 
shall bind the nine moons to serve him. I think this, he shall heal the wounds of madness, is he's going to figure out a way to get the taint out of him. Yeah, yeah. No, I think you're right. Yeah. The nine moons is weird, though. It's just, he's going to find nine great asses, and he's going to bind them. In Shabari style. Be the nine ring wraiths. But then just them. the nine people with the best asses. Oh, my God. Steak! Uh, Stakes me does not think Rand will die. He'll probably be reborn as a dragon. I would love that, Stakes. Uh, thank you, Stakes. Thank you for the super, super chat. chat. <laughs> um, once for morning, once for birth, red on black, the dragon's blood stains the rock of Shial Ghoul. In the pit of doom shall his blood free men from the shadow. That's from the Graceland. Yeah. Okay. He's gonna bleed. Yeah. All over Baalzaman, or the Sightless One, or... Like blood free men from the shadow. Yeah, I, I am worried. I think that Ren does maybe eventually die at the end, but... Yeah. Yeah. Are these only prophecies that have been in books one through three? Yes, yes. Messenger. Yes, There's no... Nothing from future books. This is only the prophecy that we have so far. There's no way to figure out the nine moons. Leave it alone. That's fair. I doubted it was in the book so far. No, There's yeah, been we no haven't... moon imagery. No. On, no. Nothing at all. The drums of the nine moons. It's a total musical spanky show. My God! It's like um, what's what's that show in New York? Um, the Blue Man Group. Stop! Oh, stop! Stop! Yo, oh, I used man. to rehearse a show in Blue Man Group headquarters. Their headquarters is so cool. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of the like creative directors of the Blue Man Group wrote a show that I did, and so oh, we rehearsed in their headquarters. That's very because they had access to the space, and their space is so cool. The Blue Man Group's like rehearsal facilities is like it's awesome all right or it was cool. i don't think it's there anymore i think they closed it because i think that they're they've like cut a lot of their shows but mm, fair enough yeah, yeah so that's all of our prophecies so far um i don't have anything what do you like think happens new... in the shadow rising what do you think the plot of this book is oh should i read the the first sentence and should we make predictions from there yeah i yeah, yeah. try doing that so i came up with an idea i was like what if we just read the very first sentence of the book and we have to figure out what happens from there forward. Um, where is page one? Okay, there we go. Do you want to know the chapter name? Yes. Okay. Seeds of Shadow. The wheel of time turns and ages come and pass, leaving memories that become legend. <laughs> wow, that was... That doesn't help at all. I That's know. the beginning of every book. Yeah, literally. Well, fuck. Um... Uh, well, yeah, that gives us absolutely nothing. We got trolled by a book. Um, <laughs> we got <coughs> we got trolled by like a fifteen-year-old novel. Yeah. Uh, so many wow. spoilers. Yeah, I just isn't that the first line from the show? I'm gonna pick a random sentence from the first chapter. Be careful. Why? Spoilers. We're about to read I mean, it. No, we're about to read it. It's fine. It's fine. Uh. Oh my god, I can't believe fucking hell. I was like, this is gonna be such a good idea. Okay, random sentence without context. And okay. then we have to come up with the plot of the book based on the sentence. Okay. I have the right to speak to the Amerlin seat in person. So, okay, so here's what we know. Chapter takes place in Tarvalon. Who do you think that who do you, do you think, think the POV does? is? I don't think that, that necessarily means it takes place in Tarvalon, but it is definitely something who someone no, that's who wants someone to at go the White to... Tower. Who is no 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 it's someone at the White Tower being like, I need to talk to the Amazon seat right now. Who would need... Why would you say that I have the right if you're not there? 
Who? Um, okay. Min. Book starts with Min. Because the last oh. time we saw her, Moiraine sent Min. her to talk to... Oh, bless. And we were literally just like, where does Min go? Yes, bless. So Min makes it to the White Tower and yeah. needs to talk to Swan, and that's the start of the book. Yeah, yeah, no, okay. you're right, you're right. So you're Min right. is okay, going to cool. talk to Swan. Uh-huh. What does that mean for the plot of this novel? Oh, man, okay. Not a lot. It's not a lot to go on. No. Do you think Swan ever leaves the White Tower for any reason? Yeah. Yeah, you think so? Okay. Yeah, because the first time we met her, she wasn't at the White Tower. Really? Yeah, she was at Faldara. The first time we met. Oh Swan. no, you're so right. You are so right. Um, I predict Min is going to be a big part of this book because I hope it. That's the only reason I have for Do it. Do Rand and Min perform the act of coitus in the Shadow Rising? Um. And if not Min, who does Rand sleep with in this novel? Who does Rand sleep with in this novel? I still think Avienda is going to be Rand's third. I, yeah, I can totally see that. Here's the problem. I don't think Rand and Min are going to spend a lot of time together in this book because I'm a firm believer that Rand is about to go to the Aiel Waste. Yeah, but Min is close to the Aiel Waste. Arvalon is like right over there near the spine. Is it? Yeah. Um, Steak is me. Steak, thank you for that super thank chat. Thank you for the super chat. Shaitan will hurt, hunt you if Silver isn't released. Soon. <laughs> Soon. Yeah, so... Um, Tarblon is here, right? Mm-hmm. And then the Isle Waste is over here. Oh. And so this is like the path in. Okay. Because if they go down here, they go through setting Shanghai, which is where Loyal's from. Oh, do you think we're going to go and... So I think they're going to go up and over this way. I, I, I think we might see setting Shanghai. I think what's going to happen... Sorry, this isn't helpful for y'all, but we're in tier right now, right? I yeah. think that... I think our whole party is going to leave together. Yeah. And at Arangil, they're going to split. And yeah. the IO people are going to go this way, and the girls are going to go up to Tarvalon this way. Yeah. So I feel like they're going to go up and over this way. Yeah. And so Min could join them here. I could honestly see Min going with Rand to the IO Waste. No, you know what will happen? Egwene, Nynaeve, and Elaine are going to go back to the tower. Yeah. And then they're, Min's going to be like, where's Rand? And they're going to be like, oh, he went to the I.O. Waste. And then Min's going to be like, she's going to put on her little hobo stick and she's going to take off on her own. Yeah. Great. I love it. <laughs> Turbox, like, we know the map. You should know the map, but we know the map. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um... <coughs> Has there been a full map in the books yet? I mean, I think that this is the full map. Is it the full one? It, it goes, like, to the spine. Like, this is the map that we have. Yeah. Sorry, podcast listeners. This is a visual moment. Trying to make sure it focuses on that. Yeah, yeah. that's the map that we have so far. Yeah, I think that that's what's going to happen. I think that Min and Rand will end up to at least like being in the same room in this book. Mm-hmm. Should we do our um? We we're at two hours and ten minutes. Should we do our high low for the book and our uh smut uh corner and get out of here? <clears throat> Let's do it. Yeah. <clears throat> Let's do it. Um. This is the only map that matters. Yeah. All right. So what? Is your high, for those of you who don't know, we do high-low here. Uh, it's what my family used to do around the dinner table where we would celebrate each other's highs and commiserate over each other's lows of the day. So what is your high of all of the Dragon Reborn? Uh, my high of the entire thing. I feel like I should have pre-thought of this, but... Um, you should have. There's just so many great moments. Yeah. Um... Can I say that my high overall is just, like, finally having Matt be, like, a real f- character? Yeah, I think that's a great Like, high. a fully fleshed out character that I actually care about. So, 
I, I think that that is my high for this book is Matt. Well done. Mine is so, my low is so obvious, right? Low. Oh yeah, it's a Gwen getting captured. Yeah. It's the thing I didn't like about the book. It's the only thing I didn't like about the book. Yeah. Is the like repetition of that beat. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. I think my low is that the White Cloaks were barely in it after that like crazy um, prologue. Yeah. That's fair. Um, you know, that, that was really like cool set up. a yeah. little bit disappointing because we really liked that prologue. I thought it was very cool. Um, uh, and my high is Perrin and Fayil's relationship. I really liked it in this book and I'm excited for more of it. Yeah. yeah that was my favorite thing. Perrin and Matt shone so much more in this book and it was so nice to see yeah. like Perrin at the blacksmith shop was like a, honestly another really big high for me. Um... Yeah, let's get into um before we before we do our uh, smut corner, um let's talk sections for the next book, y'all. We yes. are increasing the number of episodes we're doing on the Shadow Rising. Shadow Rising will have five episodes and a recap instead of four episodes and a recap. Yes, we have, we've had people ask or mm -hmm. suggest maybe to do it in more parts because the last thing we want to do is like rush over parts. Mm -hmm. Our favorite part of this is going really in depth. And so we think that the best way to do that is to chop this up into five parts. So the uh, I'm going to put up the graphic that I usually put up uh, later. But for now, uh, the chapters are going to be episodes 1 through 15. Chapters 1 through 15. Yeah, yeah sorry. Chapters yeah. 1 through 15 by next week. Uh, then week 2 is going to be the 16th to, through the 26th chapters. Then 27 through 39. Then 40 through 50. And then the final uh, week will be 51 through 58. Uh, next Seven week, chapters. we will be in Calgary for my birthday. Yeah. Um, we're going to try and do this at the same time, which means that it will be 9 a.m. for us. Yes. So that'll be fun. Yes, it will be 9 a.m. Mm -hmm. on, uh, in, in Calgary time. Um, yeah, um, the graphic will go up later today. Uh, yes, we will be sharing Jonathan that on YouTube, in the Discord, all the places, all the places. I'm very excited to do an episode from Jamaica. That one's going to be crazy. Yeah, yeah, we're going to Jamaica in May, so doing an episode from there, hopefully the internet is good enough. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, so that is our, that is, that is our breakdown, and, uh, we're super excited to, uh, jump into it. Um, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, all right, uh, the first chunk is, like, 250 pages, I think, but it's great. Oh, awesome. No, it'll be, it'll be a good chunk. Right. It'll give us a lot to talk about. I'm so interested to see, like, why the last chunk is only, like, seven chapters. Because that's yeah. going to be interesting. Um, Dude on the beach or by the pool. Maybe not by the pool, but, like, a cabana with a mojito. If we can get an Ethernet cable, that would be very fun. That would be so cool. Will the book club start time be the same the next few weeks? I, Dakuna, we're going to try and make it the same, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because um, we'll still kind of be on, like, we'll still feel like we're on Toronto time. We'll only been in Calgary for, like, a day. Yeah. So we should be fine for next week. Um, it'll be 11 a.m. Eastern. The next chunk needs an extended Smut Corner. Can't wait. Ooh. But we end, as always, with Smut Corner. So mm -hmm. let's end with Smut Corner. Uh, you Do you first. have one for the book? <laughs> um, the whole book. Oh, man. It's so tough. I think, like, the best Smut Corner is Perrin and Fayil when he, they save each other, right? Yeah. It's yeah. the end of the book. They get to, like, get their stress out. Such a high, like... Um, yeah. Uh, I kind of like the idea... I've been thinking about this one of Moiraine and, like, the women who, like, work for her. And that, like, they all kind of work for her, not out of, like, obligation, but just they're, like, attracted to her. And then like, <laughs> Moiraine comes to town and they're like, yes! Oh, my God. 
I, I would do any whatever information you need, Moraine. As long as you just eat my thing, as good as you wow. do. Wow. I just I picture well Moraine done. like traveling well the country with a strap on and just like knowing how to use it. Can't leave home without a strap on. You never know what might happen. You, know, you just you can't leave the white tower without a strap on. Oh my god! Should that be our new shirt? You can't, you can't leave, leave the, the white, white tower without a strap on. <laughs> but bought exclusively, e exclusively by lesbian fans of our. Uh, oh my god! And and men into pegging and men into pegging. That's true. That's true. Um. Um. <laughs> Oh strap my on Grial! Oh my <laughs> god! Strap on Grial is so funny. That is great. That oh, is that is that, so is, the, that funny. is the shirt. That is the shirt right the there. The strap on Grial is yeah. so good. Fantastic. Oh my god. god. That's mm, Chef's kiss. Uh for me, um, it's gotta be I really wanted Matt to experience that threesome with the two um yeah, yeah, the two ladies that he kept trying to hit on and then the other one would show up and he was just like very confused. Yeah. It's like, wait, what's going on? I just I just I just want to get laid. And they're like, Yeah, yeah, that's what we're trying to accomplish here. But he Is didn't mom get it. still in the chat? Probably slick jack. I probably, yeah. My mom's not surprised. Sorry, Trish. <laughs> <laughs> My mom is in no way sitting there being like, This is unexpected for him. No, no. You're so predictable. Um, yeah, someone said Loyal. We we did talk about Loyal getting a smut corner when we when we were at the steading. Yeah. Was that in this book or was that in The Great Hunt? I think that was no, in The Great Hunt. No, that was last book. Yeah, yeah. that was Great Hunt. That was, that was last book. I'm um, not, I'm not, I am not quite comfortable with an Ogier human smut corner. For some reason. I don't know. It's definitely somebody's kink. So, like, uh, happy books, for them. In the books, he's like 10 feet tall, though. Yeah, that schlong would be hefty. But like, I, who knows? Maybe one of them is a size queen. Like, I don't like. Dakuna wants to know the. It, can we predict the amount of people Matt will want to bone by the end of the series? All of them. All of them. Every single one. Yes. As many are as introduced. Yes, and and Sh and anyone who is over the age of like forty. Uh, this is that is kind of blasphemous given what Angriel refers to. Is it? Uh, no, Johnny Rotten, it's not bestiality, because bestiality no, beast, is... they're not animals. Well, yeah, bestiality refers to, um, like, a, a lack of sentience, right? And yeah, so yeah, it, yeah. It, it, be, it it is interspecies sex, but bestiality is specifically when uh, the animal, like, doesn't have, like... The same sentience yeah, yeah. or, like, ability to consent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but I'm just... I'm it just would saying... take a slow human or a hasty ogier. I wonder how long ogre sex is. Like days. Days. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's like a whole ritual. You got to go for a picnic. You got to shower. Like it feels like there's a whole production for it. <laughs> he sings his wood. <laughs> if you ever start singing. Oh my god! I've sung to you during sex. No, you have not. Yeah, I have. No, you haven't. I a thousand percent. Do you know me? I feel like I would have remembered I have this. I've definitely sung to you during sex. I've sung two Jersey Boys during sex, to be funny. To, okay, to be funny, I guess. Oh, yeah, to make you laugh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I must sing my boner. Oh, my God, I hate it. Oh, wow. It's getting larger. If you've stuck the And so song. much harder. I'm so, so, so. 
Uh, I love that you went with La Donna Immobile. Uh, that was a choice. Um, well done. Um, y'all. Oh, my God. That is, that is where we're going to leave you off. That, oh, that is going to be your final memory of us for the next week. Uh, that gives a whole new meaning to addressing the stump. Oh, my God. Uh, Loyal's fingers are sausage size, so double cabossage. Jesus. Yeah, that's the thing, right? Like, Nerdy Channel is in a prank zappa. Oh my if god. If you okay, what is the best song to sing yourself into having a boner? To end the show. That's where we're ending. Wet with. ass pussy. I don't know. Like I don't I would love if you and I got into bed and you were just like singing WAP to yourself to try and get wet. That's so weird. <laughs> that is very weird. Um I, that's the that's the first thing that popped into my head. I like I you know and me, baby. Ain't nothing but mammals, so let's do it like, like they, they do, do on the Discovery Channel. Um, all right. Oh my God. Uh, this is a good time to mention that this stream has been sponsored by HelloFresh. Yeah. HelloFresh is a meal separate meal delivery kit service. Yeah, yeah. They send you all the ingredients that you need, and and you just cook it up in like thirty minutes, and it's always tasty and delicious. So sorry, HelloFresh. Um, today is the last day to use the code, so please use it if you're in the U.S. Te technically, it's tomorrow, but... Uh, technically, yes. Sometime tomorrow it ends. Um, yeah. But you get 16 free meals. You get free food, y'all, and we get paid. So please, please click it. Um, make sure you join our Discord so you don't miss out on any other Wheel of Time shenanigans. Also, don't tell HelloFresh that we did that. Please. <laughs> I'm sure they're gonna be so peeved. Um, now we know why this is the last day for HelloFresh. <laughs> Oopsie! No oh. one ever sponsors us ever again. Wasn't there a big announcement today? Yeah, Pyromancer. So the big announcement today was that we are going to officially be a, a podcast at Star, Star Wars Celebration. Celebration. Yes, we're doing a special episode of the Nerdy Rudy Book Club mm -hmm. about Brotherhood, um, which is coming out um, in like two weeks. Yeah. So we're gonna have to get that. Um, yeah, but that—that that is our special announcement. We're so excited to be um, live at Star Wars Celebration. It's, it's gonna, gonna be, huge. be yeah, heckin' cool. Yeah, we are we are panelists at us at a con because of this show and because of all of you who watch this live every week. Thank you so much, to all of you. You you make this possible. Yes. And we're so grateful. We're also so grateful to our mods. Yes. Our mods are absolutely incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, we're also so grateful to my mom for showing up and giving us money today. <laughs> So that's nice. Uh, yeah. We could get a Bad Dragon sponsor, actually. I would love a Bad Dragon sponsor. That would be very fun. Yeah. I already wrote them a theme song, so. Who gets to start reading The Shadow Rising first? I think Nerdy's going to get it first. No, I think you will. You wanted to read it today, though. Yeah, but you also wanted to read it today. I don't know. We'll fight over it later. Yeah. Um... <laughs> Where is that convention? It's in Anaheim. Anaheim. Star Wars May Celebration. 25th through 27th. Yeah. Yeah. So, very excited about that. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. We're... Or is it 25th? No, 26th, 27th, 28th, I think. Sure. I think. Anyways, it's Isn't the last week. No, it's weekend. four days. Is it four days? Yeah, I think it's the 25th through the 28th. Oh, God. All right. Whatever. Well. It's the weekend of... It's No, it's the 26th through the 29th. 26th, 27th, 28th, 29th. Yeah, because it's it? the day after the 25th. Okay. The 25th is a Wednesday. Okay. Anyway, that doesn't matter. Know. What matters is this is the end of the show. Thank you so much for being here. Next week... Shadow Rising, chapters 1 through 15. It's going to be huge. Mm -hmm. We're going to be in my hometown of Calgary. We might be doing that stream from my childhood bedroom. So, like, that'll be cool. Yeah. Um, come join us for that. Come join us for all of this shenanigans because mm -hmm. we're, we're having a good time here. 
Yeah, guys. We're having we, a good time, having a good time. We love book club, and you guys make it amazing. Uh, All right, well, thank you for that super you. chat. And a reminder, the Hellfresh link is for American only. It is, unfortunately. Because yeah. um, Hellfresh knew they would have to pay us way too much money if we went worldwide, because we would have so many international people. <laughs> yeah, we know. We know it. We know it for sure. Um, yeah, make sure you check out all of our other stuff because, you know, we're live yeah. on the internet. We do lots of things and we have a good time doing it. Yeah, so. uh, I'm over at Nerdy Nightly everywhere. I'm at Claris Polaris. And I'm trying to get a bigger Instagram following than Claris. So please go follow me on Instagram at Nerdy Nightly. I currently have uh, like 600 followers and she has 17,000. So if we could work on that as a community, I would really appreciate it. Um, you know, if, okay. If uh, I can't, if my Instagram number can't catch up with her, she will eventually divorce me. Uh, and so I need your help. Yes. My, Internet, you're my only hope. My number one requirement for a partner is their Instagram following, actually. Um, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, common yeah. knowledge. So, so help me with that, please. And do something nerdy tonight. Bye, guys. Bye, friends. <laughs> <laughs>